I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. No, he's trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boy, straight to door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, this is going to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Yes, we haven't done Bane Voice in a long time. Mm. Bro. Welcome. Yeah, nobody remembers Bane? That old... Of course. That old movie? Tom Shut Hardy? Up. That's how old. He was, on, he was everything. <clears throat> I was bumped by it, you know, when the first time I saw it. I was like, I don't know. Um, you have my permission to die. There you go. <laughs> nice. There it is. Welcome, Bane, to the podcast, Tony. It's been it's been a few years. Watched it. Yeah, I said, yeah. Welcome back, Bane. This is episode four ninety five of the Bad Boys Podcast. BBPC randomly rant on all things movies. March Madness is coming to the end. We got the final four going at it tonight. It's gonna be very exciting. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm Tony, aka MCP. Tony, when are you going to drop the bass? <laughs> Whenever you're ready, Tony. Just, oh, there he is. Oh shit! Harley used to play this all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's old OG. Is that Green Velvet. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's Green Velvet. Oh, dude, that song got stuck in my head one time. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, it was just so fun trying to remember that all the lyrics, you know? The pills, Something the thrills, the thrills, the chills, the thrills, the yield. The pills unreal, the thrill, they yield until they kill a million brain cells. Kill some brain cells, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. I'm trying to find, I'm looking for when that song came out. There you go. Hashtag plur, everybody. We're going to be since we're all quarantine. Peace, love, unity. Respect. Absolutely. You know, love your neighbors. Love thy neighbor. But keep uh, keep the distance from them. <laughs> 2000, <laughs> yeah, 2001. Cool. 2001. La-la. 2001, La La Land. Yeah, there you go. So we are recording at the at the midnight hour where people love to do their dishes, do the laundry. Everybody <laughs> likes to make a lot of noise during the podcast. We're coming at you. You know, Ironically, we still got life. We got life to live. Right now, but right. <laughs> they got to be done, Harley. You ain't doing them. I know. It's just like compulsive. you use them all the time, but you don't. You don't even watch them. I got headphones on, baby. I can't hear you. What? You don't want me on the podcast. I said I want you on the podcast. <sighs> you don't fucked up now, Harley. You I don't fuck up. Massage. I you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't fucked up, baby. She thought I was annoyed with her. Uh, what's Arnold got to say about that, Tony? What do you think? That's that's Arnold. Uh, Arnold? Um, Arnold says, Arnold's our marriage counselor. Don't bullshit, don't bullshit me. She got you. She got you. Babe! Good, See, why'd you have to say that? <laughs> Dr. Good, Schwarzenegger, what, what do you think of Harley and... Uh, what, do, what do you think? 
Good. Now we're having fun. <laughs> so you think Harley's handling it all correctly then? <laughs> what? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking is the system. Mark and Mark's in But Chris and Harley, there, there's no problems there. Is what you, that's what you're telling us, right? No problemo. Perfect. Uh, See, that's right. what I thought. See? <laughs> See, that's what I'm trying to tell them, but yeah, they keep arguing. So what should they do? <laughs> I like this game. Okay, perfect. See, Harley, so all you gotta do you, you follow these simple rules, and everything should be should be smooth, uh, right? Hey, Tony, you know, I'm glad you didn't play the one where Harley goes, uh, "Considered a divorce from Total Recall." <laughs> uh, so, how long do you think uh, they they'll be in quarantine together and not fight? What do you think, Schwarzenegger? Two weeks. That's what I thought. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. sorry. So just yeah. two weeks, Harley. You'll be fine, right? They'll be fine. Yeah. See, no big deal. No problem. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, we got a lot of extras. We got the homework nineteen seventeen chosen by Harley. Remember, you guys can bet on it, and hopefully, y'all did. Me, everyone got the calls in, right, Tony? Nope. Are we st- it looks nope. like so I only one? have four out of the normal five. Oh boy. I remember though. So remember, you guys can still well. If you're listening to this, it's already it's already too late. Y'all know the rules. I thought like I'm talking into Messenger. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought I was doing. Uh-huh. Like, nope, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, can we do that, Tony? Can you create a program to do that? Uh, I could. It'll take me forever. <laughs> yeah, not this, not this year, not this, not, not this quarantine. Too. Maybe next quarantine. Okay. Maybe next quarantine. Maybe yeah. next play. We'll worry about that then. So, all right, well, let's go. Let's let's get it going, baby, because it is nine fifty. We got to get going. We're almost at we're five episodes away from five hundred. It's a big deal, y'all. It's a big, big fucking deal. How big? Huge, huge deal. Biggest, biggest podcast of all time. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna get started then because I got a lot of movies to review. Big. You guys remember Big with Tom Hanks? Oh, what a classic! What a classic, right? Penny Marshall directed Tom Hanks as a thirteen year old. Zoltar, you guys remember Zoltar? You guys remember mm. the baby corn, right? Who doesn't eat the corn? Yeah. When you guys see a baby corn, do you not eat it like Tom Hanks? Me and Amy were talking about that. So every time I see a baby corn, I have to eat it like Tom Hanks. I have to. It's just it's just hilarious. Robert Loggia, you got that classic scene when they're playing in the mall. F.A. Shorts are playing chopsticks on the piano. Mm-hmm. Classic, classic scene, right? You got that God. He's got that red um, New York apartment. He works at a fucking toy store. He gets to play with toys all day. I mean, come on. It was it was it was the movie that sort of like made people think, you know, like as an adult, kick, yeah, kick back a little, over Yeah, like as an adult, had the resources. It's the Peter Pan thing. Yeah, right. and I think it really hit a note with Dude, with audience. It's yeah, it's awesome. Hold up, shimmy shimmy Cocoa Pop, shimmy shimmy raw, shimmy shimmy yeah. Cocoa Pop. You know, you remember the song? I don't know any. Think past that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the bad Tony? Uh, like, ooh, I met her walking down the street ten, ten times I a week. Stole ice cream. Oh, it goes down, down, baby, down the roller coaster. Sweet, 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 baby. Sweet, 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 sweet don't let me go. go. Shimmy, 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 cocoa pop. Shimmy, 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 rock. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a That's triscuit. She that. said a triscuit, a biscuit, ice cream, soda pop, vanilla on top. Ooh, Shelly's out walking down the street ten times a week. I read it. I said it. I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Sucking me in the stomach three more times. Nice. Now, when he, now when he said that, that's when 
that's from Billy Mew that, that Tom Hanks was actually Josh. Because yeah, he, he saw yeah. him at the high school and he's like freaking out, like, who the fuck is this old man? <laughs> Same so thing at his house when he woke up. He's trying to tell him, Mom, it's me. He's like, who the fuck are you? He hit him with the broom. He had to run out of there. You know? Yeah. He's terrified. So he moves. He goes out. He's staying in his shitty-ass hotel in New York that his buddy Billy. Billy's OG, man. Billy's there for him. He's right or die. Yeah, like, get, for he sure. He steals some money from his dad's drawer. Gives him some money. You know, dry, uh, gets on a bus, drives to New York, finds the most seediest hotel. And uh, and you see him, too. Like, there's that scene where he's crying in bed. You're like, oh, yeah, you forget. He's a 13-year-old kid. So, man, movie holds up. It's great. Here's the problem. Watching as an adult, it gets really weird, right? Remember, <laughs> he's still 13 years old. Right. The Perkins. He loses virginity. Now, hmm. I know it's Tom Hanks' body. He's an adult. But he's still Josh, 13-year-old Josh. Year old, yeah. So she falls in love with a 13-year-old? Now, you know, not knowing that she knows that he's 13. She doesn't know that yet. Later on, she does. And she still wants to pursue the relationship? It's a little weird. Yeah. So you watch it again. Just watch it again. And see what you think. Yeah, no, I've, I've watched. No, it's, it's like the time travel issue. It's like it creates what? no pedophilia. Time travel is not the same. <laughs> why, are you, why are you? No, what are you talking about? That's, that's, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It just creates like wormholes that you, it's hard to you know. Right, because is it pedophilia? And if it's an adult body. Like the, yeah, the mind no. is an eight year old mind, but no, no, a, I know. I'm saying that it's, that's it's weird. I, I get it. It's weird, man. Right? I, I I remember watching it again, and I was like, "Hmm, this scene is questionable. I'm not yeah. sure." Yeah, he's like, like just gently touching her breast for the very first time. He's even touching her breast, just seeing uh-huh. breast on the broad. He's like, "Okay, you know, it's a 13 year old guy, right?" Yep. And yep, she's yep. with a virgin, so I get it. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. I, so I get it, right? Even though his house has got, he's got bunk beds. He's got yeah, a he's machine. Peter he's got a vending machine. Got a Godzilla inflatable. Yeah. Hmm, maybe right. Something's not, something's not right with this guy. But fine, you know, whatever. But then afterwards, when she he tells her, and then he sees, you know, she's like drops him off. He's going back home. He's like, yo, you know, maybe in a few years, hit me up. Holla at your girl. Like, wait, what? Like when it's older, like it's one of those stories you read, right? Where like the kid slept with his teacher, and all the students are like, "Yeah, my man, yo, that's what's up." And you like read the parents' comments, and you're like, "Yo, that's that's fucking pedophilia, yo, yo." You know, that's guy true. does it with a girl student. Oh, it's completely gross. Guy does it with a female teacher. It's like, oh, it's like a fucking porno. Everyone's like high fiving the guy, right? It's that fucking weird. weird yeah, double you know, standard. Double standard, standard, exactly. So. But it, it was just funny to watch this. Absolutely. And I hate to think that way, you know, it's like, like when I was younger, it didn't even, you know, the 80s, like, you know, um, it's just times were different. Well, back then, ironically, you know? I think as as you are a father to a, you know, within a few years, you know, is crew 11, right? I'm 10. Oh, he's still 10. So he'll be 11, like in a matter of months, right? Yeah, this so, in May and April, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So your perspective changes <laughs> yeah. on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not only does your perspective change, but time has changed. Oh, sure, where yeah. we have, you know, like we were watching, um, we were watching a movie that takes place in 1905, and the the father is wedding, he's giving his daughter away, yeah. and. And the daughter doesn't have any say in it. And Mazzy's watching it and she's like, I don't understand. And we're like, <laughs> she yeah. like, I'm like, this movie took place 120 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It don't worry, man. You won't be dating till you're 30 anyway. So when you were owned 
by me. Right. I got to decide everything that happened to you. Who Isn't you that your current relationship right now, Harley? That's right. That's right. That's right. So nothing's really changed. With then. all my ladies. With all that's my right. ladies. Yeah. My child, too. That's how I roll. <laughs> Chris, I think Chris tried to interrupt. But the, so, um, so, yeah, so big, anyway, I, give it, I give it one big dollar. One big dollar. Oh, really? No Slater for big? I just, it just got weird, man. Like, it, it, uh, you know what it is, too? It's a comedy, but then, like, it, and it's a drama, and it tends to slow down towards the end, you know? Oh, okay. It gets real serious. Like he's he has a job now. He's wearing a suit. You know he wants to be all like. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yo, man, you're still 13, bro. You ain't trying to work. Come on now, 13. Trying, you, you know, I'm gonna get you. You know, he's like, he fell in love though. He's a man now, I guess. So you know, he's gotta, he's gotta, gotta get that, that money. He's gotta, he's gotta get paid. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a dollar. I mean, you know. And then what else did I watch? Oh yeah, then we watched. Uh, today we watched uh, crawl. crawl. Yeah, that's a good. That's a fun movie. That's just a cool, uh, fun. You know, uh, a young woman while attempting to save her father during a Category Five hurricane finds herself trapped in a flooding yeah. house and must fight for her life against alligators. Alex Aja does cool horror. You know, again, survival, water creatures. You know, Amy squirms and and screams. It's the best. It's the best time. She watched this one. She kept yelling. She kept yelling at the screen, telling them to go up here, go there. Why aren't you doing this? And uh, it's cool, man. It's just a fun flick. It's a dollar for sure. This is a lot of fun. What's it about? What just new, like, isn't she, it? Yeah, it came out 2019. Yeah, Barry Pepper's her dad, man. He's all... He's oh, sweet. Under, under, yeah, I dude. feel like we always talking about Barry Pepper. Like, we need some more Barry Pepper in our oh, life. Check out Crawl, man. It's a good time, I'm telling you. You know, it's, 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 it's a hundred hour, 27 minutes, man. It's a, it's a quick, quick watch. It's a really nicely paced. It's a good time, man. I, I dig it. Um, so we are uh, that. As you watch it, dude, dude, Reagan and River watching it. Okay, cool. Yeah, crew watched it. It's, it's, you know, come on. She's seen Human Centipede. It's all good. Don't even, don't even trip. No, no, and more no. She's older than crew. She can handle it, right? And then, uh, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, so let's go to Purge, the Purge series. Okay, so I was asking crew how to rate him. Purge election year, he dug. It's the third one in the series. Um, a little more political. Former police sergeant Barnes, who was in the second one, who's trying to get revenge because his son got killed, and he wanted he wanted to go on purge night to kill the guy that killed his kid because he was a drunk driver and he killed his kid. Uh, now he's a former police sergeant Barnes becomes head head of security for Senator Charlie Roan, a presidential candidate targeted for death on purge night due to her vow to eliminate the purge. So written and directed by James Monaco, he's done the first three, which is pretty cool, and uh, it's got our boy uh, Mikhail Williamson from uh, from Heat. And um, oh yeah, 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 cool, Bubba, and uh, Frank Grillo, he's rad. He's playing Barnes again. He's awesome. And, he's uh, in yeah. several of these, right? Who? Oh. Uh, Frank Grillo. He's a, yeah, he's in Anarchy, and then the third one. Okay. Yeah, this was cool. Yeah, like I said, it's more political, but it's like uh, she's trying to prevent the um, the purge, so she's being protected. Motherfuckers going crazy. You got these four crazy girls wearing their mask and have this crazy Christmas tree lighted up hot car that they're driving around in, and uh, you know. Um, it's fun too, man. This one's a lot of fun, especially seeing them back to back. It's really cool because the fourth one, it's weird. It's called the first purge, so it goes way back to the very beginning when they were doing the trial. So yeah, the purge, the whole purge series. I'm giving them a dollar. So, um, I'd buy that for a dollar. Now the first purge, like I said, they it was when they're trying to create. They're getting votes and they're interviewing people, um, if they want to be part of it. And uh, it's got this. It's a different director, but it's still written by the same guy, James. And this one says a. 
America's third political party. Right, so this is when the the new founding fathers of America, the NFFA. This is like when the, in, in the first purge are already introduced to them. The, the purge has already been a thing. And this one, uh, they've become the, the uh, it's like another like a Democrat or Republican. They're the That's new a third party. Interesting. Exactly. It comes to power and conducts an experiment. No laws for 12 hours on Staten Island. And before, and this is before it blew up into the whole all, you know, states. It's just on Staten Island. They wanted to try it out here. No one has to stay on the island, but $5,000 is given to anyone who does. So they'll give you like 3000 if you just stay home and do it. So everyone's like, fuck, let's do it. You know, so everyone stays like at this one, one group stays at this church. They'll give you, they'll pay you a little more if you actually go out and, and, and fuck shit up. So like, they're like, oh, okay, fuck yeah. Some people are tempted and, and, and they do it. And, uh, yeah, this one's, this one's got a lot of kills too. And, uh, this one's a lot of fun. This one's very, uh, Marissa Tomei plays an architect. She's like doctor. Um, so it's cool to see, like, you know, see a familiar face. Um, and because everybody else you really don't know, but it's like, it's real, it's real urban. Like I said, it's, it's just in Staten Island, which is cool. You know, um, yeah, I just, I was expecting to see the Wu-Tang Clan come out, you know, do a cameo, go crazy on Purge mm-hmm. Night. But you got this one drug dealer who's like, yo, none of my guys is doing this on Purge Night. We ain't going crazy. We're just, you know, defending our block and, uh, so most of the little attack. That's right. Yeah, pretty much they were. Cause he's like, I don't want my guys involved in the, you know, get it. They'll be like, you know, target number one to get in trouble. And, uh, uh, let's just say the, the KKK shows up and, uh, yeah, they get to come up. Oh, <laughs> it's a little sweet justice, you know. Um, but there's so yeah. some. Okay, but, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, have you seen any of the purge? We saw, I t- we talked about this last week, man. I feel like you're like a goldfish. We reviewed the first one on the podcast like six months ago. All right, we've done 495 episodes. I'm sorry if I don't remember <laughs> every episode. I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've reviewed everything, son. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So that's yeah, so the purge is a dollar. Um, uh, I like to throw in the purge siren on the podcast if any time, Tony. If we can figure out somehow to do it, that'd be rad. You know, like in our spoiler talk, it was pretty funny. Um, crew like says that siren. He just always kind of he's like he's like oh oh there it is. <laughs> Um, let's see. So then, what's the, I miss? I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, Tiger King. How can I forget about this fucking gem? Currently streaming on Netflix. Every time I go on there, it's trending number one. If you go on Twitter, it's like the number one. Everyone's talking about it. So check this shit out, dude. Tiger King, murder, mayhem, and madness. It's a miniseries, right? A rivalry between big cat eccentrics takes a dark turn when Joe Exotic, that's his name, a controversial animal park boss, is caught in a murder for hire plot. Now, this dude, uh, uh, wannabe country singer, gay polygamist, owns a, a, a gay tiger. Polygamist. Dude, he's got two husbands, bro. I'm telling you, you can't make this shit up. This this fucking guy, he's got a crazy mullet, very eccentric. You know, has tigers, I'm telling you, dude. When you see, it's just like you would think these characters are like straight out of Reno 911. You can't believe these are real people. Like, this, they interview his first husband. My man's got like. Three teeth up top and, and maybe four on the bottom. It's crazy. And he's got a tattoo on his, like, on his stomach, pointing down to his crotch, saying, property of Joe. Like, shit's fucking, like, he could tell he's a full on meth head because his teeth are all falling out. They got this, they got this lady, Carol Baskin, who runs Big Cat Rescue, right? These two go at it, you know? She's, she's trying to shut, she's trying to say, cause this guy makes a lot of money by doing cup heading, you know? He's breeding his tigers. Just a shitty environment. Like, he has this, like, you know, just this, Back at backwoods, fucking you want to do right? 
But uh, he got, you know, famous for doing all this shit. And then there's this other guy. You meet all these fucking cast of characters, man. It's just, it just gets wackier and wackier the more you follow these people. It's insane, right? I believe there's, how many episodes are there? Uh, seven episodes, yeah. Um, and it's just, once you start one episode, you, you can't stop. There's just, you, you have to keep going. But like at the end of it, you want to take a shower. People are just fucking dirty. Like there's just scenes where like the, they pull up a truck and like, oh yeah, we got to feed the, the, the animals. And they had, they made a deal with Walmart to get their expired meat. And, uh, the people that work there don't get paid that much. So a lot of them take some of it for themselves to eat. You know, like it's fucking insane. It's these people are, it's just crazy. You find something else about somebody else and you see the other guy that runs the other place and you're like, this guy's fucking like a cult leader. You just can't believe these people are real. It's, it's insane. So definitely, definitely recommend Tiger King on Netflix. It's, it's, it's a crazy watch. If you're on coin, you got nothing to do. You got to watch it, man. It's just insane. I don't have my earphones. I'll give it a dollar as well. I don't think I want to watch it. I think the hearing it from you was enough. <laughs> it makes me what? makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I don't need to watch oh. it. I keep hearing it from you. That's enough for me. You 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 gotta watch the first episode. Why? You gotta just. Why? Wow, it just, sounds so uncomfortable. Exotic. It you sounds so be, uncomfortable. Man. No, I don't need to. No, it's meth head, three teeth. No, that's enough. Got it. Not doing okay. meth. He just looks like. But what do when you? It's just, dude. He meets this other guy. This young guy. He's like a pro skater, right? He's fucking his other. It's you're like. How? How are you with this guy? Like, what are you promising this guy? Oh, dude, it's just, it's just insanity, bro. Like, when you meet these cast of characters, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think I want to meet them. They don't what sound like that, people yeah. I want to meet. It's like, I don't want to go to Walmart and meet the worst human <laughs> beings possible. Yeah, that's that's no thanks. <sighs> okay, well, if it's not your cup of tea, don't <laughs> live around this three teeth motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. see, then you be you're right. Yeah, there, I dude. I saw I saw the trailer for it. Like we, we know everybody has seen it on Netflix, and I'm like, these are the real chicken fuckers. <laughs> exactly. They ain't making. They, they're yeah. not make believe chicken fuckers. Yeah, they're the real yeah, it's, deal. It's too close. That's what it is. It's too close to home. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to meet those people. <laughs> I am those people. No. Uh, uh, man. Yeah, we have chicken, grocery right? shop with those people, unfortunately. Oh, but you gotta you gotta see them in their habitat when they're at work and they're training these tigers and 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 uh, and they gotta meet you gotta meet Carol Baskin. This chick is she's she's unreal. She has this big. Then you find out something about her past that they that ends like on a cliffhanger. Every episode leaves you on a cliffhanger. You're like, what? What? You want to finish? You want to watch the other one? You want to watch the other one? What's it called again? Tiger fucker. Tiger. Yeah, Tiger King. <laughs> Murder, mayhem, and madness. Dude, Tiger this is how this is how popular this shit got, right? 8.1 like, on IMDb, Tiger fucker. Why is it eight point one? I mean, is there good. quality to this, or is it just? 8. Oh no, it's absolutely quality. It's it's un- unbelievable. Like you the just can't the, stop. The, it, it sounds like the high ratings. Yeah, it sounds like the production is high quality. The content. Uh, is not the high quality, like like the people yeah, that well, it's presented. I, I question these ratings. Eight point one. It's what because eight point one is it quality have, of programming, or is it just pop culture popularity? I think it's because people have nothing else to do at home. Yeah. You're quarantine. You got what else can you do? You know, do you, it just comes up. They're, they're running. Up on your Netflix. They you already watched 
all the other quality shows. They only got shit to watch now. This ain't quality. That's no, this shit's eight point one zero. This shit is 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 like if you like them fucking Discovery ID shows, if you like you like uh, murder mysteries, and you like you know you like uh, dude. These characters are zany. Like this is this Twitter exchange that happened uh, three days ago when Dax Shepard said, "If I don't get cast as Joe Exotic in the eventual biopic, Hollywood is broken." And then Justin Long chimed in saying, "And if Jim Gaffigan plays Bag, this is his guy. One of this guy's name is Bag Haven." Uh, Doc Antle, you can sit next to each other at the Oscars. And then Edward Norton chimes in and says, um, step aside, pal. You're way too young and buff, and you know it. You could probably pull off Maldonado. That's his other husband. Still, actually, wouldn't that be fun? So Edward Norton and Jack Shepard were fighting to play this guy, Joe Exotic. It's been hilarious. And then all these people start photoshopping pictures, and then Zach Braff comes chimes in. Peter, everyone's chiming in now. It's like, now that I'm watching Twitter, there's more people. Dane Cook, Zach Braff, and Pete Holmes have all chimed in now. It's oh, dude! You have you just watch the first. Oh, is this episode. reality television? Yeah, like yeah. scripted reality television. No, no, no. This guy, this guy, no, this guy. He uh, is it like you, National you Geographic watching wild animals type? Like, is that what it is? These crazy people, and it's more like we're watching them in their natural environment. <laughs> fucking yeah, you, you, you dude being I'm gay. saying, dude, this the, the, dude. they're so deluded. Dude, he's like they'll, they'll they'll chime in, like they'll be watching the show, and then all of a sudden they'll put a country music video of this guy. He's doing it. You're like, what the hell? You're like, he oh, he's a country music star too, and he owns tigers, and he's got this one place. You know, it's grand. Oh, dude, you have just watch the one episode. I'm telling you, if you when you watch, you'll understand everything I'm trying to talk about. It's insane. It's a documentary crime. So here's my problem. The argument is that it's some sort of reality show. Here's my problem. Well, you got a producer that was working with him who was trying to make a show about him. But the documentary is about this other thing behind the scenes about everything else that um, has gone out in like the last couple of years within his life and the other cast of characters that you mean like especially like the say Carol Baskin this other girl they just him and they just go ahead head to head I mean they just butt heads every time it's insane it's it's hilarious actually so every time I suggest something to Harley he gets on IMDB and looks at the rating now this has completely plummeted my faith in a, a you haven't seen it. I mean, you can't. I'm you just can't. saying that if this gets an 8.1 on IMDb, know, maybe it's really good. I I do well, not care about what my interest. It, it also has it's an eight. It's an 8.1. It's an 8.1 with only like what 6,000 6, votes. Oh, 6,500. Good yeah. point. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a lot. Right. It's all the dollars out there that are rating this this uh, tiger. My man loves it, and they just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I have lost faith in IMDb unless there are. Well, when, do you ever use IMDb? No. no, Harley does. Every time right. I say, "Oh, we should watch this," he he immediately gets on IMDb and goes, eh, "It's only a five point four rating." Well, now I have lost faith in who is rating on IMDb if well, Tiger King gets it. It's it submitted, and so every every a television shows are like the good television shows are always rated very high in the eights. In movies, like a seven is sort of your sort of baseline for a decent movie and who who who, who determines people like these... you and me it's user submitted so it's <laughs> exactly that, my point anybody that, this that is, has an imdb this account is general america's well, of course right. but how else are you going to get 
Yeah, and that's why you look at the count too. IMDb's ratings. I mean, you have to you have to look at the vote count. You know. I have to look at the what? The vote count. The vote count. The vote count. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's only 6,500 votes as opposed to Godfather is 8.3, and there's right. But IMDb presents it. That's what's that's what's nice is that at least it's not a hidden mortality rate with coronavirus. It's because the mortality rate is incredibly high because only so many people have been tested, right? So it's going to skew the mortality rate. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Just but exactly that does that mean you don't put faith in science? No, but right, it's it's, exactly. it's skewed by who. Well, so you can have faith in IMDb. That's all I'm saying. You can still have faith in IMDb. Is this all of our neighbors? Here I'm over here defending Harley? IMDb. <laughs> See now, Harley's got annoyed a, again. He it's wants got to a, go away. It's got an eighty-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fonzo, well, here's who, the thing, Fonzo. Fonzo, Fonzo. If if I re- if I watch that first episode and I hate it and I come back next week, are you gonna want to hear my review? Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. You're gonna be Fuck okay. You. With, you're gonna when be okay you with not, me. Not, when do you not talking you shit about it? So like, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I mean, you're already <laughs> kind of going like you're like I saw the trailer. I don't want to see on it. IMDb. You're kind of already like you know, kind of passive. Yeah, but I am I'm like, very good about giving things a chance. And this just it it didn't pass my five second test. It didn't pass my the, the five second test of like yeah I'm gonna give you know for this thirty forty minutes of my time. But hey, I'll do it for you. Yeah. Just watch one episode. That's one it, episode. Yeah. I'll give one episode. Yeah, that's it. What do you? This yeah. guy's review on IMDb says filmed over a course of several years by a clearly passionate, committed filmmaker. Right, the superb series takes many gripping twists and turns. I watch for seven hours straight only to break into Google every now and then because you want to look up these people. (laughs) Although it's about the exotic animal business in the USA, it actually has multiple layers of interwoven themes populated by flawed humans interacting with magnificent animals. Nobody is presented as a pure goodie or a baddie. Every real life character has elements of both presented in such an insightful way that you'll find your opinions and loyalty shifting as you get carried along on this gripping journey. Just when so you're I'm like, curious, uh-huh. is this the wild, is this the cat park outside O'Brien um, in, uh, uh, outside Crescent City, not Crescent City, but uh, Oregon? Where Where is this guy located? This one's in Oklahoma. Oh. And one has yeah, in Florida. One has in Georgia, yeah. It's just okay. crazy how, like, he just, you know. I've heard that you can, like, you can, like, have tigers in Texas. Texas is one of them Well, states. that's the thing. They're, they're, yeah, there's this big cat rule they were trying to, you know, this law they were trying to pass. And uh, they talk about that, too. You know, like, people owning multiple, you know, animals like that. And, 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 and it's just crazy. And then, you know, he breeds them and he has this thing where, like, oh, Pete, come over and pet the tigers. And. He's selling them, and he's just fucking shady. You meet another shady person. If my fucking it's, kid it's, let him pet a tiger, I'd be like, back the dude, fuck you're, up, you're, kid. Dude, you'll watch them. They're interviewing people, and they're like, they'll have the guy in the cage inside. You're like, what the fuck? This fucking thing would shred you to pieces. And they're and they're hanging out there, and he's playing with them. And dude, it's in, it's. I'm telling you, it's insanity. It's my kid it's has funny. a scar from a house cat. Yeah, she would it's never a, get by this tiger then. A, Two inch long. But see, that's the thing, though, right? There's a part where they talk about, like, you know, people will pay so much money to take a picture with them and put on Instagram. Like, look, you know, like one guy says, this, hey, oh, yeah, you, uh, how does he put it? He says, uh, um, uh, you, you, you get a lot of pussy with, you know, with a big pussy or something like that. It's, you know, shit like that. It's fucking it's insanity. People are dumb. 
dumb. I say dumb. Well, I'm you, and, you'll, and, you'll, dumb. and you'll see, man. You'll and you'll see them in there. You know, lining up. Carly, did you tell zoo. them about our, our our Switzerland experience with the Instagrammers in front of the waterfall and the yeah. girls who were like, "Yeah, it, yeah. Th- people are dumb." I'm sorry, people are dumb. They nope. weren't even Americans. Yeah. <laughs> It was dumb. You dumb shit. Now you got to give them some sort of fucking. No, it doesn't matter. People are dumb is enough. People are dumb. Anyway, people will pay a lot of money to sit in front of a wild animal who can rip you to shreds. Yeah, Yeah. people are dumb. They'll do it. Yeah, that's why you know. But we'll watch an episode of Tiger King. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 I'm desperate to watch a fucking episode of Tiger King. I'm telling you, I'm, 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 about, to, I'm about to cancel the podcast and just go watch it right now. We're going to put the podcast on hold. <laughs> I'm telling you, I drew a picture of the fucking guy, dude. I haven't drawn in like fucking years. And this guy may want to fucking draw this character. You can the guy that covered the guy on the IMDb with the Yeah, look yeah. at him. Yeah. Out shirt. Dude, wait till when you hear him when he's talking. Like he's this motherfucker. This guy's in. Dude, it's a, this guy, I'm telling you. It's, so, it's, how long are these episodes? They are. Like 40 minutes. Okay, so if I hate minutes. it, it's going to get me 40 minutes back of my life. That's what I want to know. You're spending <laughs> bitch, the rest of your life with Harley. Like, <laughs> he literally just called me bitch on the podcast. <laughs> he sure did. Absolutely. I can't believe it. Look at that. Yeah. He's, uh, a, real, he's a real Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. He's a real Tiger King. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hear me roar last night. Oh, see, he's got to puff his chest. Yeah, it was last night. Maybe there was no roaring involved last night. I know. I was like, you're going to He did not come with the thunder. It was no thunder happening last night. Feel the in the bed? No. Oh, it was flat as a board. Your piece out. Just so I can hear the. No, he. Yeah. Anyway. Just click on the Moving trailer on. with no sound. Just look at the trailer with no sound. Look at that. I can't. It cracks the internet. Yeah, we oh, can't right. watch it. Oh, that's right. We'll try. They just showed yeah. it with with, uh, with uh, shorts with two with with those two artificial legs. <laughs> no. Oh, I like that. Oh, the mullet. What? No, no, no. That already discounts. I, I feel like I already saw a mug shot. Dude, this guy <sighs> like shoot guns, blow stuff up. He's coming. Wait, was that a monkey? monkey? Dude, I'm telling you, look at this, man. I'm telling you, it's like you won't. So it's not every, tigers as monkeys as well. Well, it's a zoo. Tiger. I'm telling you, people can, you know. There's like three, Sorry, but I'm a three people. Yeah, we've talked you about know, that. You know, just watch it. We'll, we'll report back next week. Let us know. Let us know. So I, got bears. Oh, that's like a lion and shit. They better be nice to the monkeys and the primates. Oh, gun stores. Oh, yeah. My man loves yeah. shooting his guns, dude. Oh. He buys this like powder thing, tapes to a tree, and blows shit up, dude. That's so dumb. Oh, I'm gonna cuddle with a kitty. Is it funny or is it? Oh, she's in a cage. I love it. Sanity that there's that there are people like this. Oh, dude, when the camera's on, dude, he hams it up, man. He's just like loving it, you know. He wants to be famous so bad, you know. Oh, yeah, that makes it even more attractive. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, I'm telling you, it's insanity. Yeah, Murder? Really? Wads, bald people. So is this like... So who's the woman? Which one, the older woman? Carol Baskin? She's the one they try to... Lord. She wants to stop what him. What the... F- oh, oh, this is so intriguing. Polygamy? Yeah. Holy shit! 
Oh, wait, wait, was a Dukas and a dude? Oh, he's a magician, too? Damn. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. This is like Duck. They call that Duck Dynasty, but for tigers? This is Murka. This is so Murka. This is murder, mayhem, and madness. I'm telling you. I saw a tiger go exotic. I'm just, I can't watch it. It's just going to depress me. I got to watch this. No. Motherfuckers got to watch it. Tony would say. Dude, I'm a sociologist. I can't watch this shit. Oh, you you'll be this fascinated by it. I'm telling you. Oh no, no I won't. Today. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I said, hey, man, like the first episode, some of you think, and then I came home the next. I came home later that night. Works like, oh, I watched the whole thing. So I feel like I gotta take a shower now. It's like, <laughs> you had to take a shower because you felt so gross after did, watching. Yeah. She did. She gotta take a shower. <laughs> she loves like murder okay. mysteries and like you know. It just every time you end an episode, like there's a, there's another like cliffhanger, and then another one. You're like, what? You're like, come on, this this can't get any wackier. You're like, oh, yep, yep. Are you me. sure it's not scripted? Nah, there's stop no way. drinking, drinking my drink, motherfucker. Go downstairs and get your own. I, I I'm not you your bitch. I asked you to bring me I some. I ain't your bitch. And you said I did. Harley, what you guys think? What do you guys think of Jumanji? Speaking of animals. Uh, <laughs> Jumanji is a waste of time. Juma- it's Damn. boring. It's all boring. You guys know me. I hate movies. <laughs> I like documentaries. If it ain't educational, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to have on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, I... <laughs> like, we're about entertainment. But like, we, we have a specific rule... <laughs> To not assign documentaries, like that's a rule. No wonder she hates them. No wonder you hate the podcast. We we can never. It's true. I'm always like, why can't you guys watch fucking documentaries, Harley? (laughs) It's always. And the one time I talk about one, that nobody wants to watch it. I'm like, all right, fair enough. (laughs) No, no, I want to check it out, dude. I'm swear, I'm I'm down. Uh yeah, I'm the wrong wife for this podcast. That's so, sure. so you know, we're all on house arrest and shit. So <laughs> we're like, not on house arrest. Whatever the fuck, gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> we have cuffs on our ankles, by the way. <laughs> so, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna uh, watch again. <sighs> what? Cuffs on the ankles. That's house arrest, babe. I d- oh, whatever. Well, I whatever. feel like it. Shit. Oh, fuck so off. You went on a motorcycle ride today. Give me a break. Yeah, for like 20 minutes. Spoiler alert. Oh. Ooh. This weekend, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway. So, so, anyway, so I was like, everybody's been creaming about the goddamn Jumanji movie. So I'm like, okay, maybe not you. <laughs> Tris is getting all animated over here. I'm like, I got to make a point to sit down and watch these fucking Jumanji movies. <clears throat> right? So I was like, all right, we're going to watch a family movie. All three of us are going to sit down and watch the fucking movie. Now, are you shitting on my review or shitting on the movie? <laughs> I'm boring is what I'm doing. Anyway, go ahead. So so I, I was going to watch the first one. And then I realized I don't have the first one. And I, I don't have means to watch the first one. But I do have the sequel, the next level. So I figured, well, fuck it. Why not just watch that one? I'm sure I can figure it out. Of course, I'm like eight minutes into the movie, and I'm like, wait, I don't understand what the fuck's going on, because <laughs> I 
didn't watch the first one. So, so I had to pause it, look at the Wikipedia. I'm DB of the first one. I'm like, okay, I get it. So I'm watching along. And like Chris said, it's boring as fuck. Like, like the characters are, you know, shallow. Um, the, the, the draw to the film that keeps me sort of entertained is sort of the, um, the sets where they're actually, where they are. The first one, you know, they're in the desert and then they're in the jungle and then they're like, uh, and I think ironically, and I'm not a big, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, is that? Yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart fan. He continually made me laugh. Like, especially the first half when he plays um, the other guy, Danny Glover's character, Milo. Like, he, he, he's just subtle. Like, I was, I genuinely kept laughing. And when The Rock wasn't playing himself the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie and he was, like, doing the weird Danny DeVito thing, like, I was digging it. Like I had fun with the individual characters, the script, the story. It's kind of kind of silly, but what do you expect, right? I get it. It's all good. I got no complaints. You know, you got Jack Black playing the black guy. Like, okay, that's funny. I dig that. Um, and so the first like hour, I'm like totally all about it. Like it's fun. It's kind of like a fun adventure. And yeah, the the, the last like I don't know you know, 30, 40 minutes, the second act and the third act, they try to pump up the action and it just becomes kind of CG heavy and it it gets a little boring. Um, But I I would give it a dollar. I would give it a low dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Now, I like The Rock. I mean, I have to say this. Don't don't get all pissed off. (laughs) He's getting all pissed off. I am not into buff whatever dudes. I've, I've always had a thing for The Rock. For years, for like ten years, since before I met you, I had a thing for the Rock. Pretty it's sure weird. We, we anyway, all have a thing for now, the Rock. I, I think the character—it was entertaining. I would say that, and this is the second time I've watched it because I oh, took Mazzy right. for her first date. Oh, that's right. To remember the movie theater. Remember that when Mazzy was on her first date a few months ago? Yeah, and guess yeah. who took her? Mom. Mom mm-hmm. took her because I'm a good mom. Dad stayed home and did had a thumb up his butt. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. Anyway, I took her. <clears throat> so I saw this in the movie theater, which I fucking hate movie theaters. But uh, anyway, and so this was the second time I watched it. And, it, you know, I was programming through it. But I actually was kind of entertained again because I like Jack Black. And I like, uh, who's this guy again? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. And Just I like the, the rock guy. Oh, there's, a, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, no, it was entertaining enough, and I don't, you know, I hate movies, so it was entertaining enough to keep me kind of entertained. So that's my review. But you already gave it a waste of time. No, I didn't say I, the words waste of time never came out of my mouth. I have it on Tony? record. I have it on record. I, did. I didn't say it was a waste of time. You already Maybe. said it was a waste of time. No, I didn't. Beginning. I said it was boring as shit. Tony, play it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did I say it was a waste of time? Literally, quote, did I say it was a waste of time? Mm-hmm. Okay, it changed my mind. It was mildly entertaining. It's a low dollar. Like, the below a low dollar. Like 98 cents? Like 96 and a half cents. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's my review. That's good enough. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fonzo, did you review know. when we first met? Oh shit, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the one. Uh, you know, if I get, a, I get, I get to choose one. Got to, got to watch like a, you know, like a ro- romantic comedy with with Amy. Mm. Um, so then when twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. This was this was on Netflix. Adam Devine from Workaholics, which I like. Adam, Alexander Daddario, which everybody likes. Um, Noah meets Avery at a Halloween party and falls in love, but gets friend zoned. Three years later, she's engaged to someone else. Noah uses the photo booth time machine several times to return to fix things. Will it work or ellipsis question mark? So it's kind of, kind of like a Groundhog Day, kind of back to the future. He goes in the photo booth. He goes, fuck, I fucked that up. I got to try it again. Goes back to the Halloween party. Tries it again. So I'm going to go with a different perspective. Fucks it up. Does it over and over and over again. You know, it's got that cool feel. You know, so we've seen that before, but it's just kind of neat. Like the very first time you meet him, you're like, oh, this is totally work. And then you find out, like you said, they, they, like they're about to go for a kiss. And then when you come back to that scene, yeah, he actually, she actually hugged him. Like, oh, that sucked. So they go back and forth. And, um, you know, Adam's just funny. And Alexander, she's just nice in the eyes and, and they work well together. But then they also have these other cast characters, uh, King Batch. He was famous on Vine, and now he's just uh, Andrew Bachelor. Now he's like his best friend, trying to help him out. Uh, and it's funny too, because like his character was uh, his Halloween costume was Garth from Wayne's World, and it was pretty funny. Looks just like him. And she was uh, Gina Davis's character from um, League of Their Own. And uh, it's just a fun, you know, just a quick, you know, fun. It's this comedy fantasy romance, and uh, our thirty-seven minutes. It's a night, you know, it doesn't get too convoluted. It's just it gets right to the point, you know. It's just a fun, like I said, you know, there's even a, a nod to Back to the Future when he does, uh, when he realizes he can time travel, uh, they start playing that song, um, from Back to the Future, uh, going back in time. Is that what it's called? Uh, you see him singing it through, like he's like running back to like his house and, and oh, from Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing We're it. Going background. back yeah. to time. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's Huey Lewis and the that. News. Yeah. It's just, it's funny, you know, a little cool, like pop culture references. And, uh, yeah, it's just a fun movie. It's a, do- you know, buy for a dollar. It's, a, it's like I said, it's on Netflix, you know, fun watch. Yeah. yeah there, there it is. Uh huh. There we go. <laughs> yeah, he's just running, high fiving people and singing the song. It's funny. I mean, you know, like future, you know, you, you know the song, so. But just imagine, could you re, would you, could you rewrite? Would you, you know, the first time you guys met, you know, I remember that Tony met Laney in, 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 in class, right, Tony? Right. Women's something, women's studies. I thought, <laughs> I thought Tony was the doctor who birthed, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony, how'd you meet? Yeah, you, you fall back in class because she was really young when she was in school. What the hell you Yeah, like, like 16. <laughs> How yeah. old was Lady when you met her, Tony? Uh, twenty. Be the fifth. Twenty. Yeah, I think 20. it was twenty. Damn. Twenty. Twenty months. Is... <laughs> twenty. Twenty, 20 months. <laughs> Are you trying to make yourself old? Hey, Chris. Chris's Chris's dad <gasps> married his student. Graduate student. What? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't the first one either. Oh, that's Whoa. right. My father, lit after my parents' divorce, 
He had this was in 1926. So oh Jesus, you ruined it. See, you, I can't even explain it now because it's right. it's ruined. Thanks, Harley. Yeah, I, ruined I did. Anyway, my stepmother <laughs> is my father's former graduate student. Yes, they've been married for 20, 30, 30 years. years. 30 years. Yeah. yeah. She's only 10 years younger than him, so it's not, like, scandalous. But, yeah. Hey, explain the Tiger King to them, because they're like, they don't... Hey, Uh-oh. What? Amy, Amy's going to review the Tiger King, everybody. Come on, Amy! Love it. Hey. Amy! Woo-hoo! Hey. Podcast! Oh, yeah. Thank God, we need more women on this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to explain well, the like, no They're like, what? I mean, Harley is convinced, but... What Behind every good bad boy is a good woman. That's all yes. I can say. Yeah. Hey, Amy, it's Christina. Hey. What's up? How's it going, guys? On the mic. Good. We we uh we're in isolation. What about you? Yep, same. Oh, we should so Facetime. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> we don't oh. have iPhone, so so there oh. you go. Well then, yeah. But yeah, that's why we watch Tiger King in one day. All in one day, the entire like season. Oh yeah, it was only seven episodes. It was easy. <laughs> only seven. <laughs> it's like eight hours. <laughs> well, not quite. Let's see, seven times. Four. I know they're they're really easy. But yeah, I, I definitely felt like I needed to like take a shower, maybe like a drink <laughs> bath afterwards. I don't know, but. <laughs> Now I'm good. intrigued. If you feel dirty afterwards, it makes me uh, curious. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, okay, just think of like, um, you know, like drug, meth head, like Ooh. gay porn with tigers and <laughs> oh my god, guns and murder and mystery and see. <gasps> As trashy as you can get, where you definitely need a shower afterwards. Oh, or you like need just, to dunk yourself in like bleach. You mean like Siskiyou County? So basically, our it's daily life. That is, but like, that—that's where we live. You mean like every demographic <laughs> that voted for Trump? Like, no, that's where we live. Everyone that doesn't have any teeth. Oh, that's that where is, we live. Yes, but then yes, <laughs> teeth and a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, you're what speaking else our language. Teeth, bullet, <laughs> meth, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, porn yeah. with with wild cats. A lot of Big. gay stuff with a lot of a lot of shooting. Those guns, <laughs> tight pants with the bulge. <laughs> what else? Oh <laughs> I remember all that. <laughs> you don't remember all that. <laughs> with the balls. I mean, I don't. You guys either. watch different shows. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? No balls, baby. What are you talking about? What balls are you staring at? Plausible deniability. I didn't see no balls. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would choose. Sure, Bonzo. <laughs> you got seven hours on your hands? Uh, no. Not right now. Yeah, one a day. <laughs> one a day. One a day. Hey, we yeah. got one a day. Yeah, we can do it one a day. Yeah, it's pretty, oh my it's pretty good. It's pretty I don't know. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. What but, what did the twins think about it? 
no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're the ones that suggested it to us. <laughs> they it first. They're like, Mom, Dad, I saw this shit in school. It's crazy. Yeah. Hillbilly, toothless, chef. <laughs> 200 Tiger of those boats porn. on IMDb where the kids... Porn. Yes. <laughs> the school. Yeah. So. And they all have multiple Oh, my goodness. Or, or husbands. Oh. Yeah, it's... Polygamy. Polygamy. That's what he said. Yeah, it's like a game. Cult leader. Got it oh. Got everything. Oh, this is just... Murdered husbands. Wow, is there it's a religious so intriguing, component though. to it? Is it religious? And ligers. Don't forget well, ligers. Oh, ligers. They're real life ligers. They're ligers yeah. too. They're real deal, yeah, man. No, no, we, we saw seen ligers them. in real we life. We've seen them down in Bend. Yeah. I mean, not down in Bend. Chico. Down in Chico. Yeah. yeah. Ligers are a real thing. So are these people part of a cult? Like religious cult? Not religious. No. They're religious. No, but it's the meth. But... <laughs> yeah, it's not religious. It, it's like all about these animals, though. I mean, it is—it's a certain breed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch this now. Now I'm intrigued, Amy. Amy, you know how to get a review. <laughs> I'm serious, like, girl, you—you got to be on the podcast because these guys are like, yeah, like tigers, and they're like, blah 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 blah. But you get on and you explain it, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch this shit. <laughs> it's. Yeah, if you're up for a good time, you know. You uh, don't think much, but oh, it's got a little mystery. A little mystery? Yeah. A little murder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure it's not scripted? Because I'm... I don't like scripted stuff, you know? I mean... I don't, I don't like to feel like I'm being had. I script it. Right? That's what I don't saying. even think you... Well, I think some of it... I think they're all really good at being characters, but that's just, I think, who they are. I, and up. I don't know. Well, um, like Fonzo said, Fonzo said, like he's desperate to be famous. Uh, mm-hmm. People that people that want to be famous are yeah. characters. They wake. They are. Sorry. They wake Sorry, up. They. Oh no, that's no, all no, no, no. They Forget wake up. People him. eat, sleep, and you know, shit. Being a character, like they don't have. I mean, we know people that every time you see or talk to this person, you're like. You're not you. You're being somebody yeah. you want me to believe you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah he's very calculated, very ma- manipulative. Um, he does. He is a showman. Uh, all of them. They all are. They're all like. Does magic. Yeah. His country magic. singing. Yeah. Oh, Gun-toting. yeah. And he's like this really good singer. And you're like, oh, you could just be a really good singer. But then you find out he doesn't even actually really sing the songs. So, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Thanks, Tony. They didn't tell you that he didn't sing the songs in the thing. It's after further, in, you know, information hoarding that I found. Oh, really? When she, when she was stalking him on the internet. She wanted she yeah, when, when Facebook. <laughs> Down in the deep dive of the big cat world, I found out he didn't actually even sing the songs because he's. It sounded like he sang really well. Anyway, I would recommend it. You're awesome, Amy. You gave the best review. <laughs> Fonzo's review, oh, I was like, you. yeah, eh, I don't know. Anyway, power to the women. <laughs> oh, power oh, to the power to the bad girls. Bad girls. Good night, Amy. Good night, Amy. Good night. Okay. All right. Bye. Good night.
Okay, so now good night, bad boys, because I'm leaving too. Because all the good women are leaving. What? No. Yeah. Yes. Told you it was crazy. I know. Okay, I'll watch it now because your wife's awesome. Anyway, goodbye. Good night. Have all a good right. night. See ya. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Austin, where you go? Uh, she'll, she'll go watch it now, see? Yeah, she's got to go. Yeah, she's exactly. Plug in your ear. You know what you're she's doing. She's like, right, I'm getting tired. She's going to watch the first episode right now. Wait for me. She can't. She can't hang. I'm yelling in the background. Oh, oh my God, I can't, I can't hang. I fucking hang. I can hang all night. Whoa. You'd be so long by the time oh, I come shit. to bed. Take it easy. I'm, I'm OG. Really? What does OG stand for? Original King stuff. All right. Whoa. You are not OG. Oh, that's right. You're vanilla. I'm remember? Vanilla. Yeah. I'm the old right. OG. I'm the one who does a podcast every goddamn oh. Sunday. So night. a 1917, that's right. right, guys? That's right. That's right. I'm a fluffer. She said, I'm a fluffer. You know. Shit. When I come, I come with the thunder. Yeah. You got a thunder like sound, a, Tony? A range of Inception. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I only tell your wife I see your sex. Dude, I'm so sexy. What does he say? <laughs> just, just drop the bass, Tony. I think you should just drop the bass. Perfect. Boom, 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 boom. What's that song, Tony? You're just playing? Come on. Just lead, oh, lead us into the homework with that, that song. Come on, Tony. It's a perfect, perfect drama war song to go with it. <laughs> uh, let's see, we get get to the drop. Nice. Something about the nineteen seventeen that <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't roll right, right. on. Yeah, I gotta take a leak. I'll be back. Yeah, right. Oh, see, and the dance song. Come on, you, you, Tony's, Tony's DJing tonight. Tony's DJing tonight. Go <laughs> so play music for the people waiting. You got your bathroom break music right here. Go ahead, Tony. Live on the one and two. We've got MCP in the house. Yep. Battle oh, it does kind of have that sound, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, Tony. Oh, you wanted to be wanted me to explain uh, dub crickets. Yeah, if if Reed's listening to this podcast right now and he's driving, motherfucker's doing a hundred miles an hour right now. When you hit that song, Tony, yeah, you might have given him a fucking speeding ticket. John Toretto I don't know what's faster, Art's voicemails or, or Reed driving when you're playing this music. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. You can't you can't drive slow when you listen to this. I, I, that's how I stopped. Like, 
I stopped listening to to music when I uh, ride my bike. Mm-hmm. Like, oh Ooh. really? I, I for a while I was like I got a I got this Bluetooth adapter for my yeah. for my helmet, and I was listening to music while I was riding, and oh, it just man. and oh dude it, it's it like fucks with you. Like it gets in here, I'm just like, and I'm just like cranking the throttle, and like, get the red light. I'm like cutting, I, I cutting cars off, and like weaving through traffic, and I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Like I remember, I remember the moment, the moment I decided I was done, yeah, done with that. I went, I was going north on the five, south of the fifty of the seventy eight, um, and I was in the fast lane, hauling ass, and. I was I was grooving to the music and I mm-hmm. and I was about to miss my exit the seventy eight. Oh shit! So I was like, oh shit, I gotta get off. And I just went, oh, I just no. went zoom, and I crossed <gasps> all the way from the fast lane into no. the turn. Like I crossed over. The, there's like rough, you know how it's a little rough right there where it turns. Like mm-hmm. like as it as the, as the on ramp switches from the five to the seventy eight, I crossed yeah. over it and just went right into it. And I was like, Whoa. fuck! Like I did it, and I was like, did I just do that? Yeah, I did. Just, I just did that. I'm like, that was stupid. I, <laughs> so then I took the that's I, I took the Bluetooth adapter out of my helmet. I was like, You're nope, like, not doing well, that anymore. Like it's like, yeah, I got way Jeez. too confident and just and the music would just fuel it. Damn. But yeah, this music's hype, man. Um, <laughs> so who was asking about the dub crickets? Because I know I posted about it, right? Yeah, something about when Laney was going off, and then you played something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's dub cool. crickets. I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck are dub crickets? Frog bass. Now there's dub crickets. Yeah. So let's see What's if I can find on? find the. If I do a search, would that come up? No, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just something that um, we've we've that's a term we've used to describe the sound of one of our favorite DJs, um, Rez. Oh, gotcha. R e z z. She has a sound. In uh, in her music. Wait, you hear it? Oh yeah. Right. Are it's kind of like yeah. crickets, but it's dubbed, and we're like, yeah, the dub crickets, and so that's that's where that's where that came <laughs> from. Um, and in the in the in the story that I caught of Laney, um, it was uh, it was say my name, this DJ that was uh. On the Ravathon, and he he mixed. What, what was cool about that story? I don't know if you could catch it. Was that he did a build up with um, Little John's um, "Turn Down for What"? Turn, oh, okay. So he was like, yeah. "Turn down for," and we were expecting "Turn down for what?" But then he drops <laughs> the dub crickets, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And it just blew her mind. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I got to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so so we heard it, and like she was in the she, she was in the kitchen, and and she froze like she, like it was like a deer in the headlights type thing. She's like, oh, did he just do that? And I, I busted my phone out and I rewound it. I'm like, we're we're let's let's find out. <laughs> and so then so then that's when I caught her in her in her reaction. So I didn't catch the first reaction, but it was still fresh, you know that that right. feeling of of you know surprise. So. So anyway, yeah, that, that was awesome. That's you got a live reaction, yeah. Yeah, that was as close to a live reaction as you can get. It was great. <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty much every day <laughs> in our quarantine. <laughs> we just right. have constant, constant rave music on. It's beautiful. Oh, funny. Yeah. Is is Harley back? Done. 
You yeah, back? I've been back for a while. Okay, good. Yeah, I can. I don't. I don't know. It's like you don't. You don't pee. You don't pee with your bathroom door open anymore, so we don't know when you're done. No, I creeped up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, weirdo. I've been back. Yeah. All right. So, 1917. We doing this? We talking about it? Yeah. Yeah, who chose it? Come on now. So I did. I chose 1917. I I feel like uh, you all should be surprised that I didn't. Uh Uh-oh. I don't hear you. I'm seeing the theater. Okay. Oh, you don't hear me? It it just cut off for maybe three seconds. Oh, that's probably the internet. So fuck it. All right. Um. This is one of those movies I really wanted to see in the theater, and I didn't get a chance because I can't remember what the fuck was going on, but neither here nor there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, uh, co-written and directed by Sam Mendes. Um, it It's a one-take, quote-unquote, one-shot of two soldiers are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that will stop 1600 men from walking straight into a deadly trap. And it's uh it's a world war one film, <clears throat> plain and simple. And it is I'm trying to think of another film or an analogy. Based um, on true story? A, no, not, not that I've read. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I think, I think Mendez, um, and, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the, the Roger Deakins was the, uh, cinematographer on this. They wanted to give you as much, they wanted to give you the, the feeling of World War One and trench warfare. Um, I think, um, in today's day and age, we have a, big disconnect of what world war one was like. Um, and this movie, I think wanted to convey that experience to, to, you know, your average millennial that goes to the theater and watches this movie or, and, um, but you think they're going to go and watch this though? If they don't know about it and they don't, they're not going to care. They can, you know what I mean? Uh, Island or Truth or Dare or some other shit. No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're for you, you're a movie fan. You you'll go see it, but uh, you're talking about millennials need to see. Like, man, they ain't gonna go see this. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying the movie is presented to try to appeal to anybody that's watching it. You know, Mazzy watched this with us, and she was riveted. Isn't that every Um, movie? Uh, no, that's not true. (laughs) You don't think they make a movie for everyone to go see it? <laughs> no, I mean movies appeal to certain demographics. I mean, you know, um, you know, we not every movie is Avatar is only aimed. wants people only that like fantasy movies to watch. Well, Avatar. big big block, big tentpole films have to appeal to the largest audience as possible. Absolutely. I mean, this has been the oldest thing and the oldest trick. Oh, we got to make it PG thirteen, so it appeals to a larger audience, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, Hollywood has been balancing this act of, you know, filmmakers making movies that they want to make, um, but at the same time appeal to a large demographic. You know, who the fuck goes and sees Scorsese flicks? 
Teenagers? No. Old Man Martins see Scorsese flicks. You know what I mean? Um, so, but I think the movie was you made. You know who Scorsese was, right, Tony? What's that? Didn't she think he was Tarantino? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sit your ass back in, in your crib. <laughs> well, no. I'll throw it back to the messenger. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the movie was made. It's only two hours long. It's not some big, like, epic three and a half hour. It's not the World War One Scorsese flick. You know what I mean? It focuses on the visual experience. Now, I wasn't there in World War One. You weren't? Uh, nope. Uh, it's twenty two thousand, you know, a uh, hundred years ago, hundred and three years ago. Um, I wasn't there. I, I, you know, done some education. I've done some research over the years. Um, I've listened to podcasts for forty hours on World War One. That was a long time ago. It was back when I was uh, driving for a living. Um, so I have a little bit of insight into um, the experience. And from, you know, what we teach people, it's very accurate in the sense, in that sense, just sort of the chemical warfare and no man's land and trench warfare and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and so in that regards, it's, it's a very entertaining film uh, in the sense of if you're a fan of war movies, I think you'd probably like this. If you're a fan of Saving Private Ryan. And stuff like that. I think you'll like this. It feels very authentic when you're experiencing the characters. Um, um, I don't. I don't know if I want to just review. I don't know if you guys want me to review the entire like what I thought about it or like kind of go back and forth. Let you guys. I mean, what did you guys think, Tony? Um. The it it it's really cool how it gives a different kind of behind the scenes of the war that you don't that you that you don't see and that I haven't seen before. I personally haven't seen before. Like they're going from just sitting on a tree to shit, get shit done. Like get up and go, um, and then you they're they're encountering other lives and and how chaotic it is and how like constantly anxious everybody is. Um, that's so, a common theme through war and that's hurry up and wait, mm-hmm. hurry up and wait. Right. There's long periods where you're just sitting around waiting. Right. But there's like all of a sudden different... it's life and death in 10 right. seconds. And, and that's, and that's what the movie kind of did for me is it kind of showed a, a different way of that same concept. And I've seen the mm-hmm. you know, seven private Ryan and it's, it, it, and at first I was like, Oh no, it's, it's, it's kind of has that feel of a uh, go and save this guy <laughs> it's like oh no no now you're saving the thousand of this guy um so it's a little different uh had a different had a different urgency to it than the saving private ryan um so that added a whole different tone to it and then you know it's only two of them versus a platoon or, or whatever um I I thought it was I thought it was very engaging. Um, the film style, the the one take thing, was very cool. There was one scene at the end that I was just I re- I rewound it to watch it again because it was just so cool looking. Um, when he jumps out of the trench. 
that one was cool, but that's not the one I was talking about. It's oh, I guess it's sure, a little sure. further back, um, with the flares going in the middle of the night as he's oh, running, yeah. running through like a labyrinth of a bu- broken uh-huh. city. That was amazing to me. Just, just the the cinematography, yeah. the, the camera work. The, it, it was amazing. It was so cool. It was just so, something that it was a feeling that I didn't haven't gotten in in film before. Like, like it just evoked an excitement in me that was like different. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, I, I I dug it. I'll I'll read this, to Fonzo. Before I before you start talking, I, you brought up the Roger Deakins again. Um, I'm going to read just a quick little excerpt from Wikipedia. Filming. Roger Deakins was the cinematographer for the film, reuniting with Mendez for their fourth collaboration, having first worked together in Jarhead, 2005. Hmm. Filming was accomplished with long takes and elaborate choreography moving camera shots to give the effect of two continuous takes. Although media accounts often refer to the story as being told in only one shot, the story cuts to black one hour and six minutes into the film when Schofield is knocked unconscious and fades in upon his regaining consciousness after night has fallen. Mendez explains it was to do with the fact that I wanted to move to go from afternoon to dusk and then from night into dawn. I wanted it to be in two movements, I wanted it to take somewhere more like a hallucination, somewhere more surreal, almost dreamlike and horrifying too. Um, yes. 1917 was first fi- was the was the first film to be shot with the Ari Alexa Mini LF digital cinema camera. Deakins wanted to use a camera with a large format image sensor, but thought that the original Alexa LF was too large and heavy to capture the intimate shots he wanted. Um, so, uh, it, and I think you see the, the detail in the shots, you know, I watched that doc- documentary, um, they shall not grow old recently. I don't think I, I don't know. Did I talk about it on the podcast? I think I did. And it was, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Lord of the Rings. I can't think of his name now. All of a sudden. Who's the guy who wrote and directed the Lord of the Rings movies? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. He did the documentary. Thank you. He did the documentary, They Shall Never Grow Old, where they took historical footage from World War One and they colorized it. And they and they get and they inter interweaved it with with um veterans uh from you know from World War One. And they were talking about it like in the seventies. They were old men and they were just kind of giving their experience. And it was interesting to watch this like hundred year old film from the first world war. And then, and then through the, the special effects of wet or what, whoever did the special effects colorized it and it tried to make it a little more documentary and that were not a documentary, but more like, I don't know, um, modern. And this movie feels just the detail and just the, the, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like the color and the just the detail and, and the sets just felt so real, so raw. And I think that might have something to do with Deacons and, and the, the camera work they used. Fonzo, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, we're all in the same boat about how it looked and everything. And the, the one shot was it necessary? Probably not. You know, the novelty. You know. Some parts of the kind of like a video game where you're always following behind the character. Um, huh. 
So, but to me, like, I didn't really know the characters. You know, it's kind of like, um, like it was hard for me to care for them. There's little really to no them. character development. Yeah, so There's it's like it was hard for me to care about them. I mean, take, to be honest, I was kind of bored watching it. Hmm. I um, yeah, I um, you know, once the the novelty of the one shot wore thin, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, it's like that. All right, we got a message. Like, is there a better way to send this message? And then um, what happens to the other guy was kind of like really upset me. I'm like, really? Like that? Like that was weird. I'm like, huh? Okay. Um, so fucking war, man. Set the stage for something, and then all of a sudden, like halfway through the movie, it pulled the rug out from under the audience. And right. I, I know. I had no idea. And I was like, oh shit. And even though I agree with what you're saying. There's no character development. When That's that happened, scene, didn't really care. When that scene happened, well, yeah, and ironically, when Mark Strong's character was introduced, Mark Strong, did I fuck his name up? That's it. That's right. Uh, yeah, thank you. When Mark Strong's character is introduced after that, he's like, yeah, don't don't dwell on this. Shit happens. Like, and that's the thing. That's, I mean, that's war. I mean, that's, you know, that millions of people died. I mean, every fucking buddy around you died. So, but to the audience, we're like, oh shit. Like, and so for me, it really worked. And I think it wasn't about the screenplay or the storytelling or the dialogue so much. Is just for me, it worked because. Hey, I wasn't expecting it. But then at the same time, I was like, well, fuck, now what? What is this guy going to do? He was the one saying, dude, you got to think twice about this. What are you doing? You can't, you can't do this. What are you talking about? You can't do this. You can't do this. And now all of a sudden, you know, and so it's like, fuck. So for me, it really worked. Like it, it, it. It was weird. I was watching this movie that I didn't give a shit about the characters. But at the same time, I had this wave of empathy for them at the same time. So, interesting. Keep going. Sorry. Let me interrupt. Oh, no, no. I mean, that, I mean, that was it. I mean, you know, like I said, once that happened, I was just like, huh, all right. Well, that sucked. That happened. And then uh, it just kept, like you said, it was not too long, but it kind of felt long. Um, there wasn't really that much like action that I thought was gonna be in the movie. That I thought it was gonna be, um, you know, some shots like, like I said, it, it's cool. I mean, Roger Deakins is amazing. I mean, he's incredible. Everything you know, I think he's done it just looks gorgeous. I mean, they, they did that Bond movie. Um, so, so say what you think about the movie, but you know, the look of it is always amazing. Deakins worked on uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and that looked mm-hmm. incredible. So I mean, I knew it was gonna look incredible, but as far as as the movie goes, as far as entertaining to me, I was yeah, I was just bored. So it was a waste of time for me. I'm sorry. That would be wow. Time. The big uh, it's, so it's got an eight point four on IMDb. It's got a eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I, I'll go. I I absolutely loved it. Um. I wasn't bored at all, obviously. Um, <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I, I will say this in, in, in your defense. There was, from a screenplay standpoint, it 
it almost felt kind of like cutscene of a of like a video game when I was That's watching. Not, yeah, it. it was weird. It was like okay, so this happened. Now we're gonna go to this. Now we're gonna go to water. <laughs> now we're gonna go to the underground. Now we're gonna be introduced to this character, and now we're That's gonna go so to this. True. And so it felt kind of from from a, and I think a lot of that had to do with just from a filming standpoint. Like we yeah, have it just to. took me out of it. Yeah, it didn't feel you know like well, same probably Ryan when people say oh this one makes you feel like you're in a movie when you were saying that earlier to mm-hmm. me same probably Ryan made me feel like that be- very beginning Normandy beach scene makes me feel like I'm in that, that and it's incredible you know this one you know I, I don't know it just didn't. Uh, just because I'm inside closer and you know in the steady cam with them, I'm, I feel like I, I mean the stakes were more just because you know there's bullets constantly firing and they feel like they're always in danger. So maybe that's especially in the very beginning. So um, yeah, to me, saving Private Ryan is a hundred times better. Hmm. And I and I would I would argue like as time goes on, this will be in that that esteem like the top nah. 10 war films of all time i nah. think nah. i think it will hold up very well it's it's not trying to do the same thing it's trying to be it's it's trying to be the first person perspective of a war movie and like you pointed out it's like the camera's just following over his shoulder and it just follows these two characters it doesn't break from that and that's that's I think the idea of the the one take. They're trying to trying to make you feel as if you were in that position, and I think they succeeded in that. But see, um, I think I don't think it's a it's a movie like Saving Private Ryan is about the 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 physical part of war, but this one feels like it's a more mental part of the war. Like it's mm. it's, it's more about the 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 blind duty and obligation that they have to go through like you're ordered to go do this and we picked you because you got a brother in it so that's a uh, well, you know more motivation to do it but any other person would be like yeah, fuck this shit why am i why am i risk what just the two of us just to just to run run across field where where we're likely to die like the, their, their motivations are called in the question you know their 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 drive why are you doing this constantly um and then and then and then it kind of gets flipped you know, like you guys said, like the one the one guy was at the beginning going, "Why don't you question this shit?" You know, like the it, but it, it, it to me in the beginning, I was like, "Holy shit!" There's that's sixteen hundred people. You know, that that's sixteen hundred people that are that, that are just gonna get massacred. So that's that's heavy. There's a weight of of duty that's that's being that's put on these guys, um, and and that is kind of what I that it, it hooked me. It engaged me. Because as as they're going through, and yeah, we're we're in a tight first person point of view, but that allowed me to feel like every time, you know, stupid fucking rat, and I was like, yeah, the, mm. why don't I just turn around? You know, like oh, goddamn, you know, airplane out of the middle of nowhere. Why don't we just turn around? You know, <laughs> had had those thoughts constantly, like questioning, um, like what would I do? Yeah, but there's there's sixteen hundred people. You know, like I was constantly struggling with those, like evaluating those their motivations throughout the movie and i think that's what kept me engaged it was more of a mental thing versus the you know bullets flying everywhere thing um until the the, the last you know the the second third of the movie then and then the bullets started flying um so it's kind of backwards uh, you know from the saving private ryan where all the bullets were in the first half 
or most of the bullets. Actually, no. Saving Private Ryan had a ton of bullets all over the place, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was every- yeah. 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 You can't really That's an action flick from classic. That's a three-hour action flick for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and this one shows um, – this one gives you a hard-R version of just sort of – you go from point A to point B, and you're just constantly tripping on bodies. I mean, oh, you're just man, I mean man, like in wild. the water dude like fuck stay I remember when Mazzy was watching she was like wait a second that's a body isn't it uh-huh. and I was like yeah and then she's like oh my god it's a sea it's like and then all of a sudden you're realizing he's just climbing over them it's and that's the way it was it was just I mean there's you know they call the, the one area I had a uh there was another image that was more haunting for me was the one where he felt he was like in a dirt hole and there was just a face of a man like he was like yelling with his mouth wide open and it was just his face mm. in the dirt couldn't see mm-hmm. his body just his face did you guys see that what? yeah 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 okay yeah that seemed yeah. to that pic, that image was more like frightening than the bodies because the bodies I've seen before but like that one was just like whoa I got just you know that he just got blown up or thrown in there and that and that's all you see of his image of his face and it's just like Fuck man, that's hardcore. You know the 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 idea that you were just surrounded by death. You know, it's like we hit it. We get hit by it in the movie very early on when they first cross no man's land. You know, and the guys like, don't go into the to the craters. You won't be able to climb out. Right. You know, and yeah. the craters that was going to happen. Right. They're just filled with the grossest water if you want to call it of just death and just gross just dead um you know obviously horses the the interesting thing from a historical standpoint without trying to you know give me 30 seconds is world war one was the first war of where we bridged the idea that we had of war before the turn of the century and that was tony you hinted at this War was, and I was trying to explain this to Mazzy, war was celebrated. War, you fought for your country. It was a duty. It was, you would, if you got to die for your family at war, you were a hero. You would hope that you would die for your family and your country in dot, dot, dot war. It was only after World War One did people realize, like, oh my God! And I think a lot of it's just sort of life expe- life expectancy kept continually went up. And and in World War One, we saw this. We saw we finally saw the transition from like horseback. If you go back to the Civil War in the states, before we had you know gigantic ships and tanks and fucking chemical warfare, we just lined up in lines and we shot muskets at each other and then you would set back and then the guys behind you would line up and just take a volley of shots that was old old war in 1917 shows and world war one was there was a lot of old old school people a lot of the leaders kind of felt this like this is the way war should be where we just have horses and we just line up and we just and that's not the way it went down we had tanks and these gigantic ships that the movie didn't really address and you know the chemical warfare and the the millions of of um 
artillery shells. Artillery was sort of the big thing in World War One, And, you know, nobody was prepared for that back then. They had no idea. And so they just died by the millions, let alone the civilians that died from starvation. And so um, he, they were just inundated with it. They just, every everywhere you turn, there was just dead bodies. They weren't carting the bodies off. They were just there. And then 20 years later, we did it all over again in World War II. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, you know, Tony, you talked about it. Um, for me, when I was watching the movie, I like it wasn't so much of the characters. You know, it's like you watch these big, long if, – if you want to be invested in a particular character – you have to put in time. It's got to be, you know, we've talked about this. Television has gotten really good at this. You know, the the Breaking Bad. We, uh, these two characters, man, I feel like I know them. Me and Chris have watched 10 or 11 seasons of, of Shameless. We feel like we know these characters because the characters were written and they evolved and et cetera, et cetera. This one we don't have that. This is two hours. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get a ten-hour documentary on World War II where I felt the same character. That's not what this is about. But for me, watching the movie created this anxiety where I was constantly in fear for the characters and or anybody that was around. Um, when I was watching it, I I felt the same sense, and I was like, I felt this before. When did I feel this before? And like halfway through the movie, all of a sudden I flashed on Sicario. And I was like, oh shit, Dennis Villeneuve. Like this is another one of those movies where I'm just like super uncomfortable. We talk about these movies. You know, you're just like, fuck man. Like you're, you're just always waiting, waiting for some shit to go down, you know? And this one had the same, the same, um, this, you know, guttural instinct. With that said, this one reminded me this shit happened in real life, right? Sicario is right. just this crazy, right. it's just this crazy, you know, um, you know, drama. 1917 happened. This is what the experience was for millions of human beings before they died, kind of thing. And And for me, that's heavy. And so when I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking like, fuck, man, this is heavy. This is scary. I wouldn't want to be there. Thank God I'm not. Um, when I was done with it, I gave it a slater. I'd have to give it a slater. That was a fucking movie. I, nice. uh, I don't get nice. it. I, yeah. would, I would gladly watch it again. I would, I would recommend this to anybody that wants to feel anything while they watch a movie other than Tony or other than Fonzo's boredom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I can't, I can't speak to that. I don't know. Right. It, it is. Yeah. You had, if you need a character to latch onto, to root for, this isn't the movie for you. Cause yeah. you're, right. No, you're it, right. You do not, you do not get to know the characters. Um, it's uh, and I wanted to, I, I want to connect something you just said with something I said earlier, um, the feeling that I had through the movie was constant tension between that, um, 
duty that I mentioned and the anxiety mm-hmm. of death that you ta- you mentioned. That mm-hmm. was the tension I constantly felt throughout the movie. And I think that that is, you know, we talk about tension a lot. There's, there's a lot of, you know, building tension and then release of tension. Um, and that's what this one got from me was that I was just, I, I was in it. I was in the, that feeling of, fuck, you know, I'm going to die, but I got to move, you know, I got to do my duty. Um, so anyway, yeah, for me, it's, it's a high dollar with a potential. It does have a potential for a Slater because I, I feel I like I could, I could watch it again. I, uh, I did just realize <clears throat> after searching it, Roger Deakins was the cinematographer for Sicario as well. <laughs> I just, like you said, like Blade Runner 2, it's like this just, just this, like you there. Like you just, I just felt like I was there. It was just there. He was also the cinematographer of my favorite animated film, Rango. How is he the cinematographer for an animated film? I love it. Anyways, yeah, I, I give it a Slater. I, when I watched it too, when it was done, I was like, fuck, that was a Slater. That was a Slater on the first watch. Damn. Dang. I don't do it. You know me. I don't do it. I don't do it. I'm like Tony. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but uh, I would. I know. I would. I know that if I when I rewatch this movie, I'll absolutely be like, oh yeah, that's just that's just like cool. Good luck to our contestants. Somebody's gonna know too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone's gonna yeah. know that Harley gave it a Slater. Somebody's gonna give it. Yeah. Angie's gonna know that I gave it a Slater. All right. And what are we talking about? We're talking about. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. All right, where are they at? <laughs> yeah, where y'all at? Here we go. You want to give a, a recap of their scores first? Yeah. Fuck, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd be ready, you know? If he knew, and he wasn't even ready. You know, that song is like 20 seconds long. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got Angie, I got Angie with 27 and a half. I got Reed and Evan tied with 25. I got Art with 22 and D with 20. Cool. So here's the catch. So that's a seven and a half point from from the the leader to the dead last. Right? All one dude or chick has to do is gamble 10 points. And they'd be in the lead. Or they'd be dead last. Doesn't matter. Either one. So it's any man or woman's game. Without a doubt. So. All right, here we go. Ready, 
Oreo chips. It's a put in her friend. Her ah, oh, god. Damn it! That, <laughs> can't do it. Man. I can't. <laughs> God damn! Right out the bat. Oh, Dude, he gave up that. in a millisecond. <laughs> damn! Can't do no fucking British accent. I'm sure Evan fucking gonna bust one out. But anyways, call in for this week's pick boys, which I was was none other than fucking Harley got peer pressured, peer pressured into picking 1917. I forgot what his other one was, but they the boys were not having it. They fucking said, no. So now you're reading 1917, which looks awesome. I played the trailer at the house with the kids on the surround sound, fucking on our, at least our surround sound sound bar or whatever. It sounded fucking awesome. So right off the bat, go Harley. This is people all over there in Europe and shit funny each other. I said, he gave a high dollar, high, high dollar. And I said, Fonzo gave it a dollar. And I said, MCP gave it a dollar. And uh, that's it. Hopefully my pick of Terminator 2 moves on and wins the whole bang. Hope you guys are rationing the TP. The the rule of thumb on our house is one square of TP toilet paper per turd. So that's, <laughs> that's my man right things. there. That's uh, my man. Get a <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What is, how do you define a turd? Like you have to, like, if you have a lot, do you just like pinch it a bunch of times so that you get multiple turds? Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> You guys are surviving the coronavirus of 2020. Take care. Go out, guys. Bad boys, guys. All right. There you go. No betting. Man, I'm just like, how's this call? Man, my internet's fucking shitty today. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you missed He didn't the... bet anything? He didn't bet anything. He got uh, one. One point. One, one point for me because he guessed dollars, dollars all around. Uh, uh, but then that's gotcha. doubled, so he got two points. Mm-hmm. But he didn't so, bet. No, mm. no gambling. So he's up to twenty-four. Slow and steady. All right. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, as long as you don't gamble thirty points. Sorry, Reed. <laughs> Thirty-three. Actually, fuck you, Reed. You, I hate Reed. No. For the last <laughs> no. Reed was talking hey. shit. Reed's talking shit. He's like, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to not like Reed. Reed doesn't like me anymore, so fuck Reed. I don't want to be Reed's friend. (laughs) I'm going to talk shit about New Zealanders. I'm going to be racist. Can I be racist against New Zealanders? I feel like I I can, but can at the same time. When did you stop being racist? (laughs) (laughs) That's the real question. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. What's going on, bad boys? Almost missed my call, but here I am. On time. Well, stay safe. Yeah. You know, early times out there, but so excited to give my pick for this one because I love 1917. It's my number one movie of uh, 2019. But anyways, I'm going to start with Harley and it's going to give it a Slater. Bam. Tony and Fonzo give it a dollar. I give this one a freaking Slater times two. But yeah, that's my pick. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. There you go. So you got two points. Double that for four. And that ties in with Art at 24. Nice. Nice and John D. Yeah, good job. All right. Next. Hey guys, it's me. I almost forgot the call. I forgot it was Sunday. Um, 
so I looked up real quick. You guys are reviewing 1917, and um, I am going to say that Harley's going to give this a Slater, um, and <laughs> I am on the phone. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, that shit wasn't scripted either. She wasn't no, that's doing great. That wasn't. That's just that life. She's just always yeah. being interrupted. Like, yeah. I say like mom life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no shit. And, um. That's how I get the chocolate. <laughs> I'm like walking away from him in the house and trying to run. Um, god dang it. <laughs> And Alfonso's going to give it a high dollar, and Tony is going to give it a high dollar. Okay, guys, have a good night, and uh, yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Keep it real. So she scored two and a half points, which doubles to five points. All right, that puts her up in the that doubles. So. All right. Okay, 32 and a half. Next. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This was a fantastic movie. Absolutely splendid bit of cinema. Harley, by God, is giving this a slater, and I, with all the Queen's crown, would double down Damn. on that. Woo! Oh, shit, he doubled down on a slater. Yeah. Oh. Fonzo, the great gent, is giving this a high dollar. And by God, Tony is too. Three points on this. Tally-ho! Oh, no! <laughs> Oh. Ah. Save the queen and bad boys for life. <laughs> Picture him like that so dude good. from Call of Duty with the big mustache. Big old mustache on that call. Right? Big old gray mustache. Get the big gray Russian hat. <laughs> I was going to say, well done on the action, but then, you know. Oh, man. Like. He was, he was... Uh, well, I would have never in a million years thought Fonzo was going to give it a waste of time. Yeah, so that's true. He would have. He would have got that points. So, so he got my two points. He got Tony's buck and a half. So we double that for. Uh, he doubled down on your Slater as well. That's what I'm saying. He got two points for my Slater. Oh. He gets a point and a half for Tony's high dollar. So we're going to double that, right? So three and a half. That's seven. But then he lost three for gambling. So he's down to just positive four. So he was 25, so he's to 29. Still good. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still, he still totally could win it. Yeah. I mean, he won it as the underdog before. So, we're still the champ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The champ, the champ is in. A solid second place right now. Uh, let's see what Reed has to say about that. All right, here we go. Nope, never mind. That's right. That's the bad one. Here we go. Hey, bad boys, Reed here. Just uh, relaxing, and uh, 
soaking in some sun, getting some walks, um, much like people did back in the war days. Nice. Well, I mean, not the troops, obviously. If I was this age back then, yeah, I would have been conscripted and sent off to Gallipoli. But anyways, uh, 1917. Um, Haven't seen it yet. Um, Looking forward to it. Um, I think Tony's going to give it a a high dollar for its technical prowess. I think Fonzo's going to give it a high dollar. And I Mm. think Harley's going to give it just a dollar. And he'll complain about its not being realistic enough. Not <laughs> realistic <laughs> enough. Like Did that. you watch it? Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. ridiculous like that. Anyway, um, uh, I'll just carry on playing Fallout 3, which I'm really enjoying, by the way. Great, great game. Um, nice. And, uh, yeah. Just keep relaxing. Stay well. Bad boys for life. It's all this fucking relaxing shit in New Zealand. I want a piece of that. <laughs> I was very relaxed. No accent. No point for Fonzo. No point for Harley. But he scored a buck and a half for Tony's high dollar. So you double that. So all of a sudden he's got three points. which brings, And he didn't gamble nothing. So that 25, it's up to 28. My fucking pen just took a shit on me. Uh-oh. Fuck you, you cock-sucking pen. <laughs> I will fucking murder you, you pen. Ew. I don't like fucking broken-ass pens. What does it say on it? Cause of the Siskiyous. Some old <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and all the moderate. <laughs> All right, so Evan's got, or uh, Angie's got 32 and a half. Evan's mm-hmm. got 29. Reed's got 28. D and Art are tied still with 24. It's close. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, still any man's game. Evan, you win the bonus point, slash, no, you don't get no points. Best accent of the week. That's bragging rights right there. Mm hmm. 1917, like D, would probably be my favorite movie of the year if I had watched this back in 2019. Um, uh, Roger Deakins was a cinematographer for Prisoners back in 2013. If y'all remember, that was my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. He has done, he has been the cinematographer for uh, the Coen Brothers one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Uh, ten. The Big Lebowski, Fargo, Oh Brother, We're Out There, The Man Who Wasn't There, Intolerable Cruelty, The Lady Killers, No Country for Old Men. A serious man, True Grit. I want to re- I want to rewatch that. I haven't seen True Grit in a long time. And Hail Caesar. 
So he he does the Coen brothers when they do a movie. So that's interesting. Mm. But then, of course, he worked with Dennis Villeneuve as well. Right. And then Sam Mendes. So he, he knows these directors. And these are... He did. He he did. The, he was the cinematographer for *A Beautiful Mind* with Ron Howard back in two thousand and one. Um, what else? Bunch of stuff. Yeah, guy doesn't fuck around. No, uh-uh. no, sir. Anyways, all right. Who's got homework next week? I had. I think it's you, Fonzo. Is it me? Yeah. All right. Well, I keep seeing this one pop up on Netflix, and it sounds very interesting. Great. Uh, I'll make it the homework here. It's called The Platform. Have you seen that? The trailer was very trippy. It says, uh, in a prison where inmates on high floors eat better than those below who get the scant. Oh, practice. yes. One man tries to fake change so everyone gets enough. Yes, I saw I saw a trailer for this. I actually watched the trailer for this because it looked good. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm down. Make it, make, make it the platform. There we go. El Oyo. Is uh, <laughs> looking at the director. Is he Mexican? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Spanish, close enough. Spanish, Mexican, it's all the same. I was gonna say, God damn, speak Spanish. There you go. Is it a in subtitle? Is it a foreign film? No, I speak English. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Seven point nine IMDb. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You ready for some March Madness? We got the final four. Right. All right. All right. Tony, who do we got going at it tonight? Hit the music first, though. Let's welcome into the tournament. Right. Because I'm prepared. You're prepared to work over. <laughs> Gotta start that over. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Very low. But... Yeah, that's a that's, that's a short version of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no worries, we got it. All right, Tony. So let us know who is going at it tonight. Tonight, four, right? yeah. Uh, this is this is the last last round before the championship, and we've got Evans number two versus Arts number one, and in game two we have. Reed number two versus Donaldo number one. And those turn out to be... uh, Here we go. Evans number two is Gladiator, and Arts number one is Terminator 2. Those going up against each other. And then we have Reed's number two is Avengers Assemble, and Donaldo's number one is Heat Shootout. So we've all, we've seen that we've already watched these we in the prior weeks. So how do you guys want to do this? I almost feel like we need to watch them again. Um, to be honest with you, I would prefer to watch them again. Cool. Um, because I need to handle comp- it. Uh, well, if you want, we could edit 
it out because I know we commentated on these before. You already commented on them. Yeah, I would say let's let me watch these motherfuckers and then. All right, we can all just watch them on our own, but and um, I'll just edit just, it out. Yeah, okay. I'm watching Gladiator right now. Actually, I'm gonna skip to the action. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back. All right, just did a quick little video. Really watch them really quick again, just to refresh. Yeah, and yeah, you know, a little quick refresher. And, uh, yeah, it just made it a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't really help. Sure. <laughs> it is. It's very difficult. You got to do what I did. differently this time. You, you got to do what um, I did. What's you, that? You watch them at the same time. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course. Yeah, one of eye on one Tony and the other one on the other. I'm going to watch all four at the same time right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> I guess it keeps scrolling up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. You saw them both at the same time. Tony, what do you think? Well, one eye, I think, ended up staying, like, dilated a little more than the other eye. So I'm (laughs) guessing I'm going to give it to that one because usually your eyes dilate through from joy, you know, because you want to receive, like, you're more receptive or something. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was was interesting to – so I watched them side by side and at double speed. So that way I was kind of separated myself from whatever emotional or historical attachment I have to the movies. And I'm just kind of watching them based on the the scene and just trying, I'm trying to do something different just to compare the scene to scene. Uh, and one of them definitely had, I mean, it's, it's, it's the run times are similar. Um, and just one of them had more stuff in it, more, more conflict, more tension, um, and, and and more action. Tension and action can tension be two and action, things, Ten- though. right? Huh? Tension and action can right. be two different things. Though. Right, right, right. I but would, I, think- I would agree. One of the scenes is more tension driven yeah the, yes as opposed yes. to the other one is more action, action driven. driven yeah yeah you're right you're, you're yeah you're right um yeah Sorry. so are we are we are we waiting for my opinion yeah 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 uh, i'm yeah. giving it to terminator too so uh f- uh fonzo i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you split the difference because i'm gonna give it to gladiator and I know this might I know this might surprise people because obviously Terminator is my favorite movie of all time. Gladiator is an amazing film, you know, Slater for anybody that hasn't listened to the podcast before. With that said, Terminator 2 and that scene in particular, and it turns into an action scene, that turns into a chase scene. It is action, don't get me wrong. It's brilliant action and the the pr- practical effects is done very well. Um, you know, only after, you know, the, the critical eye of, of we watch it now and it's 20 years old, do we see some flaws and some projector and this or that. But, you know, for the most part, it's flawless action. With that said, it is largely driven by suspense, especially at the beginning. And, and more or less, more of the world we're creating by introducing these characters they're superhuman characters. This is before the fucking 
Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? This is before superheroes were on screen besides Superman. Now we're watching superheroes throw each other through the walls. And so it creates the world of like, oh shit, we got Terminators fighting each other. With that said, what the Terminators are doing isn't anything crazy. Just pushing each other through walls, they're shooting at each other, they're driving motorcycles, they're chasing each other, blah, blah, blah. We've seen it done before, and we've seen it done after. Gladiator, that, that bringing you what happened 2,000 years ago in the, in the grand auditorium known as the Colosseum in Rome, I think is, A, it's more action-packed. It's more like you're holding your breath while you're watching. You're like, oh, it's just like constant action, just constant, you know, just things. I mean, the, the first, like, minute of the clip is, is the buildup, but, but once the actual battle begins, it's like, it's like a Saving Private Ryan in that sense of it's, it's just constant in your face, you know, and so... Um, for an action set piece, I, I, I give it to Gladiator. You don't make me be the tiebreaker, aren't you? I, I did. That's why I interrupted because I, uh, I wanted to force you to be the tiebreaker. I wanted right. to make well, it you exciting know, so, for the listeners. Well, so here we go. Yeah. Why? Well, after the fucking bored him to sleep, I'm going to wake him back up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, I looked at it differently. I was thinking, you know. Um, when they were making the scene, they had to have some badass horse trainers, and the horses had to do some crazy stunts. And the horses mm-hmm. don't actually—they do all was what you tell them to do, you know. Some explosions, some jumping, you know. This Russell Crowe's actually doing his own stunts. He's on. Looks like it looks like him, you know. He has the mask on, but it looks like it's him, you know. He's trying to control the horse, and he's turning around, and it could, it could be difficult. So I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. yeah. So watching it again, I loving the 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 editing too in that scene with in Gladiator where um. Um, uh, Russell Crowe's character um, takes the sword to like two different people, and there's that one where it's just, just a gush of blood going everywhere. And he does that quick shot to Joaquin mm-hmm. just uh, sticking his tongue out. It's just like, you know, yeah. uh, just loving the violence. But then there's also that scene where they're winning, and he's just kind of like bored, doing that all like, ooh, whoop de do, big deal. I love the scenes, you know, interweaving between that. Um, so. You know that scene alone in Gladiator is awesome, and we you know we get to see how cool of a character Russell Crowe is, and how much of a badass he is, and and just his leadership too from um, when he worked with the King before. So you know, seeing seeing it again, definitely, I wanted to, I wanted to pick up some other stuff that I didn't know before, and I would say you know kudos to the stunt guys for doing the you know like even the when the chariots like jumps up and flips and you know it's crazy as shit going on. It, it, it's uh it's really well done. It's a really really awesome scene. So they go Terminator, and we got, you know, semi-truck just hauling ass, and you got those guys driving into it, you know, smashing and getting the fuck out of the way. And we got that one stun double, and just, you hear him, you know, you see him get picked up. Mm. The truck driver, Russell, uh, mm. Robert Patrick, just grab him and throw him on the ground. That guy alone should get your fucking vote, man, because that guy, mm. it was insane to take that fucking bump. Um, the score... On both of them are really good, so it's like fuck. Mm-hmm. I was gonna get try to give the one score to the other, but I didn't because when I was watching the Gladiator scene, I was getting getting into the Gladiator one, even though it kind of sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. But uh, 
Uh, but then the Brad Fidel score is just such ingrained into my fucking mm-hmm. psyche, my brain forever. Um, that it's just, like you said, it adds tension and suspense too. So, um, uh, so with swordplay and gunplay, was it to the difference? Arnold's on a, on a bike, a steel horse. Russell Crowe's on a regular horse and he's got a sword. And, uh, he gets the sword thrown at him and catches it badass and starts fucking people up. Arnold's got a sh- shot and he flips it and it's fucking badass. It's kind of weird watching them together. They're really mirrored, you know? Mm. <laughs> Interesting enough, you know, he's chasing somebody, Arnold's chasing somebody. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, I visited a scene from, the, <laughs> I went to go, um, there's no set locations I can go <laughs> check out in Gladiator. <laughs> or there is in Terminators a lot in LA. Um, this was tough, but I'm going to get See, I've been to the Coliseum. I've been, oh, see, been yeah. to the Coliseum. You have been to the Coliseum. And it's fucking insane. And I'm sure I'm if I was the Coliseum, I would say the same looking, exact thing. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. This is where it really happened. So maybe that's maybe that has maybe. some yeah yeah maybe yeah. And I said, holy shit, this is where the truck fucking jumped down and was gone. <laughs> um, both you know, both incredible movies. But the edge, I'm gonna have to give it to Terminator Two. Dang, Terminator Two. Right on. So that's when Terminator moves on to the to the championship. So Evans number two pick unfortunately got knocked out. Arch number one is in the running for championship. Now we got Reese number two and Donaldo's number one. Should we, you want to recap? Well, that's it, baby. That's it. Play. Come on now. That's it. It's taking its steps, climbing the steps to the championship. Yep, it is. <laughs> All right. Next. Next. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do like Tony did and fucking play them both at the same time. Fuck it. To it, yes. You'll see. It's a it's a different experience, man. <laughs> uh, this one, I'm. So I got to fast forward to heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one, I'm not gonna have to watch. So <laughs> I'm ready whenever, whenever you. Oh guys shit, are. you're ready, huh? Yeah, I'm okay. ready. Alright. Was born ready. No, Tony's fucking right, man. Watch them at the same time is badass. <laughs> All right, we're we'll be back. Whew. All right, Harley, why don't you go first since you kind of already know what you're going to do. Yeah, you know, this is kind of a, you know, y'all could gamble. No shock for anybody. For me, it's heat, you know. Um, it, it, I think it, um, uh, Avengers beat, what did Avengers beat last week? Uh, Godzilla. In, in a lot of ways, they were trying to do the same thing. No, sort of no, it'd be, over it, it, no, Terminator beat Godzilla. Ronin, Ronin. Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, Avengers beat Ronin. And that was because we've seen, you know, since we've seen that sort of action scene that Ronin tried to bring to the table, we've seen it done more or less better, I hate to admit it, but it's true. And and Avengers was this obviously big, big uh, tentpole action scene. Now, here's the problem. Is... Avengers is, you know, more or less a slightly grander scale of what Marvel and Disney have been doing for damn near 10 years before it. And while it's awesome, 
in the sense of it, the choreography, and you have all the characters. The truth is, it's it's the sequel to all of those movies. It is the same thing we've seen, just sort of amped up. You know, we see the the portals, which is kind of slightly unique, but more or less, you I could take this action scene and pasted in one of the earlier Avengers films or or any of the Marvel Cinematic. They all have a very similar feel to it. Um, and what was the, the Avengers film before this? Um, what was the name of it? No, you tell us. They all, they're all the same. I can't remember. Oh. They, they, they shot the big, the big, the big scene at the end was in uh, Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda. Felt very similar to me. I tried to step to Heat was the remake of Heat. I can't even think of the name of it now, but uh, we just watched it like uh, almost probably about a year ago. It was really good. We enjoyed it because it was literally like a copy and paste of Heat. The town like Heat does no, 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 no. The 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 movie that just came out like a year ago with Fifty Cent in it. Oh and yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Heat does what I it, it does it better than anybody else, and it it hasn't had a sequel. And nothing came before it that it had to kind of one up. And that is that shootout in the streets that feels so real and so raw and so authentic. And so like I'm standing there next to them. And they're like we talked about it last week. They're covering and they're reloading. And I don't know. It just for me, nobody does heat shootout better than, than heat. And Avengers feels it's it's bigger and grander, but at the same time, it's more the same. And so I, some of that is my own, you know, uh, sure. superhero fatigue and the sure. superhero action scene fatigue for me. With that said, Heat, I never get fatigued of watching that that scene in Heat. So Heat gets the nod for me. All right, you're coming in and a no surprise for anybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know why you took 15 minutes to tell us you were going to pick E, but okay. That's well, but I was trying to, so trying you, to yeah, that's cool. no, justify no, 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 it. Go ahead, you go ahead and talk and talk. And, you know, we agree he's fucking a, a great. It's a fucking Slater. And that scene is amazing. No doubt about it. But this is where you're wrong, my friend. <laughs> Avengers Assemble, when fucking Captain America gets the fucking Thor hammer. And he, you fucking find out he's worthy, and he fucking finally says the words we've been waiting for, and he says, "Avengers assemble!" God damn, if that doesn't give me chills. God damn, and yeah, the war scene. Yeah, we've seen it a bunch of times. We've seen another movie, sure, but is it exciting? Fucking a, it is. Is it awesome? Fuck yeah, it is. Um, the only thing that hurts it, yeah, was we've seen the giant Ant Man before, right? We get it, but leading up to this scene, though. And everything we've gotten, and then we and then we get the guys, and then we get the guys that were, you know, snapped away and come back and kick ass. And it's just all these emotions going on at the same time. And you're seeing, oh shit, look at this guy. Oh shit, look at Drax. Oh shit, look at Iron Man and uh, and the Well, they're working together. Look at that. Oh, look at this comp. You know, it's and again, and I'm and I'm and you know, I was watching them back and forth. Back, I was watching them side by side, and I'm like, God damn, this is this is difficult. I love the choreography and heat. I love the, the direction. I love the way it's going down. Like you said, it's never been duplicated. People tried it, you know, try to be, you know, do the heat shoot out, you know, and it'll come close. This one's absolutely fucking perfect the way it's done. Um, 
but when I watch it, you know, it's a little, it's a little long, and you know, there's some parts it gets go, it gets boring. You know, I'm not gonna lie, it gets boring. Um, and same with the Avengers one. You know, it's 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 really long, and there's some you know some dull scenes, but but my god, when that scene comes in and kicks in, you know, you get that funny scene too where Thor and Captain America uh, exchange weapons. He's like, hey, no, no, give me the bigger one. You know, there's that humor kind of little little humor in between all that action. Um, dude, I just remember that feeling I got in the theater, man. When you see Cap just goes back to the run, you see the camera zooms in his face, and he's holding Thor's hammer. It's just like, come on, man, come on. It's, but that's because you've watched, you know, thirty hours of MCU. And that's a, it's a, and it, it's an, it's in its disadvantage. I'm sorry, but that's but unfair. That's, We're reviewing. Hey, this isn't your review. You're scene, not trying to convince him. Fuck off. This is his review. He's allowed to do this. Thank you. You're not trying to convince each other. Shit out of my reviews in the past. (laughs) Yeah, but these aren't reviews. These are like this is the tournament. This is the tournament because I. (laughs) You get you get your say. You you. You already got your say. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I was saying, I'm gonna I'm gonna start all over. I'm gonna say again. (laughs) So that fucking scene, (laughs) Cap. Let me rewind a little bit. Before I was rudely interrupted. Thank you. I want to throw Harley in the portal. I'm escape so we can go back. Um, Doctor Strange shows up. I'm gonna just name off all the characters, Tony, if you don't mind. <laughs> Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Drax, <laughs> Thor, Cap, Spidey. They're all fucking there, dude. Come on, they're all fuck it, man. My picks Avengers Assemble. God damn it. All right, so it's up to me to. Yes, sir, Tony. You the tiebreaker. I'm the tiebreaker pick... this time. Reads number two, then all those number ones moving on to the championship. We know what he's going to do because he gave Heat a dollar. Because he gave Heat a dollar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to make you guys like sweat a little. No, it's it's Avengers. I mean, oh, come on, tell us. Fonzo kind of hit the nail on the head when he said he's bored. Watching it again at the same time, I'm like, I'm my eyes are looking at. Avengers, even in the non-action no, no. scenes that are leading up to the action, my eyes are still going it's up because I'm like, though. huh? It's very colorful. Yeah, but there's it's it's like okay, so it starts off and like they're 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 beating some innocent people, <laughs> beating some innocents. Um, you're like, some oh, damn. Innocence. you know, beat some innocents. And uh, uh, God damn it! I got to write that down. That's the title. It's <laughs> the best one so far. Uh, but um, but then the, it, it 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 goes in waves, and then it gets to a point where I, I've seen people shoot at each other a lot. You know, yeah, Heat. No one's done it better than Heat. You're right. The the sound design, the the the. The way they shot it, the it, it it looks cool and it sounds cool and it feels cool, but I, for me, it does not have replay value. Like I watched it last week and I was like, "Yep, yeah, yep," and then I watched it this week and I'm just like, "Eh, okay, I've seen it. I don't care anymore." Like it's like I, I, I I've already seen it, but Avengers, it's got shit I haven't seen. Like I haven't seen that those characters come back out of the portals and, and, and Ant-Man like, yeah, we've seen him big, but we haven't seen him big and just own his, his, his size and be able to just beat down that demon in the sky. Right. Like, uh, it's, it's, 
there was yeah. so much cool things in it. The the, the action, and in this clip, it was cut short. But even in that short little time frame that we got, the 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 magnitude of the action was through the roof. And I feel like I could rewatch that that over and over again. Um, there's so much to see. There's so much fun in it. Mm-hmm. Not only not only is the action um, this is like, like thirty so big. But it's fun. Whereas with heat, it's not exactly fun. It's more anxiety, right? Like it, yeah. there's that ten- tension and anxiety and grit. Um, but with adventures, I'm, it's it's action and I'm having fun. Like yeah, punch that guy, kick that guy, get that hammer. Like just do it. Yeah, I'm like I'm. I'm Ninja all kick in the it. damn rabbit. <laughs> Ninja kick the damn rabbit. So kick the damn rabbit. Yeah, yep. it's it's got my vote. And this, I said that Thanos. So if you look at their shields all fucked up and they already did that badass fight team before that too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I tried, D. Yeah. What can I say? I tried. As, as much fun as it would have been to see <laughs> Heat, Heat go up against Terminator, um, it's going to exactly. be... Exactly. That's the... That's, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Avengers. All Shit, right. It's the Avengers versus the Terminator. Yep. So he got he got blasted, actually. He got headshot. Yeah. Throughout reason number two moves up. Moves up. No flawless victories, though. No flawless victories. Yeah. No, like I said, this was a fan of four. This was tough. It was yeah, tough, yeah. It's exciting. That's fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we got Art versus Reed. Who would have saw this coming? <laughs> Art's number one versus Reed's number two. Let the shit talking begin all week long. I can't wait. I love it. It's going to be tough. Another tough one. Another tough one. But we yeah. can only crown one. There can only be one Highlander. Only one. We got to crown one. So, good. Everyone else, thanks for, again, all of them, you know, great picks. This was a lot of fun. This was something new to try out and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. I love this one new. Oh, this is um, fun. You know, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to get like this in the future. This is a lot of fun. So, I guess next week, like I said, we'll crown a championship. You'll get your bonus points. And uh, and next week we'll review the platform and any other extras, and maybe uh, if Tony's wife can stay up, she can join the podcast. She oh, she's missing. Was it two past her beds? <laughs> on, a, on a Sunday night, uh, she she ain't got a yeah. she ain't got a, she ain't got a job right now. Everything's closed now. She can stay up. <laughs> she ain't got shit to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> she ain't got shit to do. Smoke <laughs> Talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> It, right. Yeah. Oh, that that's her job right yeah, now. So, is that she's got freaking spreadsheets. Nice segue to your weekends. Then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's also all Animal Crossing, man. Um, man. Yeah. Not much. Not much else going on. Uh, let me see the calendar. Yeah, same, see. Man, we're quarantined as well. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, nothing. Saturday, nothing. Oh well. It, so so Insomniac is doing the virtual Ravathon every weekend. It seems so. Last weekend, it was they put it on because they had to cancel uh, Beyond Wonderland, and it had such a good turnout and it's such a good like it has a, such a good vibe that he put it on again. So this weekend, he he put on the countdown version of the Ravathon, um, which is alien themed, and so it was so cringy. It was so fucking cringy to see uh, Pasquale Rotella dressed up in like. Can we like, see this? Is there a video? Uh, yeah, it's on there. Um, let's see if I can find a, a link. Uh, 
Insomniac events. I don't know what you're telling me right now. What the hell is going on? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Um, oh, it's well, well, the Insomniac, let's see, IO. Here, how about IO? IO was this weekend. For those who are just turn, tuning in, countdown, a virtual Rabathon. And listen, listen, We're gonna you can go hear the to alien beeps in the background. Tractor beam. <laughs> Ele- he talks about a tractor beam. Um, what the hell? Yeah, so this is a virtual Rabathon. He's, he, he just... So what he did is like he's at the Insomniac headquarters. He set up a little DJ booth and he invited uh, the DJs, the big, big name DJs that normally go out to the festivals and to the raves and all, all the events. And he had them come in to yeah. just do like a little 20 minute set um, by themselves and just stream it on all the platforms. So he was streaming on Twitch, streaming on YouTube, streaming on blah, blah, blah. Like he was just. What the uh, hell is he wearing? Right. So he's wearing a freaking colander on his head, flipped upside down to protect him from the alien, you know, like, so like last week, the, 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 in some, he's got, uh, he's got Ego, Lego, he's got, <laughs> yeah, Ego he's got snacks over there, end of the world snacks. Um, but he's got an alien in here. Like, th- there's an alien that runs around every once in a while. It's so fucking cringy. But it's like, it's 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 uh, wholesome, right? Because he's doing this just to just to entertain people. And right. like, Paul, he's he's the you know he, he runs Insomniac. He's not an entertainer. He's not a host. Right. But he's still putting right. his ass out there for for the people you know for for now, did he, yeah was he told to do this no or, this is him this is his he, idea or? no this is his idea no one tells him what to do right he runs it <laughs> it's and his his idea and he's doing it huh. like he didn't hire some mc to come host it like he's just doing it himself i was like props to him because this the the, the the to put on this because you could tell you can hear it in his voice that he's not He's not used to interviewing people. He's not an MC. He's not a host, so he doesn't keep the f- vibe flowing and whatnot. Right. But it's all in good faith. Like it's all in like he's got a good heart. He's putting you know it's, it's hearts in the right place. It's such a cool mix of emotions. Um, yeah. But the music's cool. The DJs throw down. They have a they have um oh what do they call them disinfecto. So in between all the DJs. Disinfecto comes around and he sprays everything down with Lysol and wipes everything down because you know the DJs are touching the the, the decks, so he's he's got to disinfect the decks before the next yeah. DJ. It's it's funny, but um, it starts at eight and goes to midnight, and almost every night there's an encore. So the last DJ plays a full hour, pretty much. Um, like right now, look at Insomniac Rewind. Right now, right now it's Insomniac Rewind. Right throughout the rest, the rest, the whole rest of the week, it's just. 24 7 it's the rewind which is just playing other events so uh edc orlando edc vegas 2018 2019 edc mexico um so it's just playing a bunch of sets just randomly loops cycling through them um but then on the weekend on friday night and saturday night they do this eight eight to midnight thing so that's that's what we ended up doing um friday night saturday night uh it it's just that's 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 what we did. All the party your place, huh? So yeah, there's all yeah, pretty much. Our place is constant constant, constant rave. We constantly have uh ED, ED Eat, ED. sleep, yeah. rave, repeat. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. If I, I can't know. go to the rave, I'm bringing it to my house. Exactly. I'm like, dude, we we could do this we could live like this for a year, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's and then we just chill over quarantine and you know um, I finally beat Days Gone. Um, I uh, had the 
biggest anxiety attack. Just my heart was racing, fighting against a horde of zombies, and I'm trying to stop them, and I don't have enough napalm bombs to, to clear it out. And then once you, like, throw a grenade and blow them up, they just start chasing you. And my fucking heart was racing. I had one <laughs> level where I was in a cave, and every time I ran everywhere, I kept getting killed. And I'm like, how the f- I'm yelling at myself and then screaming, how the fuck is this fun? I'll fucking return this game right now. This shit ain't fun anymore. What the fuck? Why would you make this level? This is fucking stupid. I can't run anywhere. What the fuck? So then I finally calmed down and I'm like, fucking watch a YouTube video how to do this. This is some bullshit. And I see this guy do it really easy. I'm like, that's how you fucking do it? That's it? Now I'm mad at that guy. I'm like, that's all you had to do? Fuck. I'm over here running around like an idiot. Why? I could just hide and throw, you know, there's a distractor bomb, right? You throw this fucking thing. The horde all run up to like ants and just like cover over it. Once you do that, you drop a fucking bomb on them and just burn them up. Right. But they got this huge red meat on top. It's the fucking scariest thing. Now there's like all these missions where there's just hordes everywhere. I'm like, I don't want to do these horde ones anymore. They're hard, you know? Um, I had one where like I had like almost like no health and I, uh, and like they had like a, you know, I was almost about to destroy them all. I got killed. I'm like, I gotta fucking do that all over again. Luckily when you, when I came back, it was at that same spot. I'm like, oh, okay. I was, it, ugh. It was just hoarding this in the sawmill, and they're just all hanging out. I'm trying to fight. Dude, I kept going around in circles. I'm like, I'm fucking dying. I'm right here. I'm going to die right here. Climb the trailer. A fence. I'm like, oh, I'm going to jump over this fence. I'm hauling ass. I take the stamina pillow so my stamina doesn't run. I'm, I'm even scared to look back with my, my character. <laughs> you know, I'm running, and I look back, running, and I see a bunch of them. I'm like, fuck. So I keep running up higher and higher. It's fucking terrifying, man. Fuck. Yeah. Shit was tough. That's funny. But I beat it. <laughs> it was a fun ass game though I absolutely love the story the characters the design everything the only time there's a couple glitches you know um, where you see a character just kind of like <laughs> Tony you would have been dying I, can, oh, I, I already yeah. know glitches uh, glitches are my weakness yeah. man uh, right I, I, I know I I can just do <laughs> I saw this one and I'm like I pictured as young you know sleep over time yeah. watching it and just you just on the floor dying. <laughs> this guy was like hiding on top of a mountain cliff, and I all of a sudden he fucking flew into the air, yes. fell down on the water, ran back up, fell back up, went back down, and then I look at him <laughs> and he's like his waist is inside the like the dirt in the mountain. He's going back and forth. I'm like, so I'm trying to shoot him and I can't because he's not really there. I'm like, what the <sighs> fuck is this? And they and he flew again in the air. I'm like, what's this a bird? What am I? It's the guy. And I'm like, huh? And then. I threw a bomb at one point and they killed them and they're like four of them dead in the air just randomly like in the <laughs> air like you know pose like that. I'm like right. walking past I'm like they're really okay there's just really glitched there really weird but this one in the fucking air flying I'm like man I wish Tony was here to see. I wish I could have re- <laughs> replayed or maybe send it to you the clip yeah man you'd have been just... cracking up um, um so yeah so that was that so yeah I mean that was just on uh, yesterday, and then you know, try to fit in a couple movies here with the kids. Go on a drive, you know. Amy's walking the dog with, you know, she'll take turns with River or Reagan, um, just because they don't want to go together. Like I said, they're fighting sometimes. Dang. Sometimes they're best friends. Wow. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's really funny. Yeah, one moment they're totally having fun, and then they just want to wrestle and they're wrestling, wrestling, and then all of a sudden you hear blah 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 blah. You're like, what? One of them's grabbing by a sweater and just. Hit them hard, and it's funny because they'll go, they'll take turns, right? One of them gets hurt really bad and starts crying, like, and then they get mad, like, "Fuck that hurt! You made me cry. I'm mad now." <laughs> the other one, then he grabs him, pinching him in the head, 
he's hurt. Now he's crying. He's got to go back. And it just goes. It just keeps going back and forth. They just keep doing the it. Over. Just, they all turn like this take turns a, turning into the Hulk. This will be the best action scene of all time. I'd put it in the tournament. Record oh, it. it it's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. And there's, like, and there's kicks flying around and roundhouse kicks and punching, but nobody's connecting, right? So I'm trying to like, judge. I'm like, all right, you guys. Like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, River, you can't punch. Hey, turn around. Grab him by the legs. You know, get him on the thing. You know, <laughs> Coaching. He's got your arm. Yeah, I'm trying to. Wait, you're like thing, instigating, you know? even though they're like genuinely fighting. No, around he's to just the, like, when they get to that point. No, no, when they get to that point, I got to break it up. He's just coaching, oh, okay. man. Yeah. He's just a ring. Just fighting a little bit. It's like, oh, let him. I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. What Abin Godzilla? Let them fight. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, you know. Um, well, if, yeah, if someone's bloody nose, I'm like, or I hear some crack, I'm like, okay, you know, get over. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Kids. Just like, right. Yeah, the kicks were getting real close to the face, and the punch. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I had to grab him, pick him up. Like, hey, enough, you know. So there's that swing where they're trying to swing at each other, and I get hit. I'm like, all right, hey, hey, hey. you know, this, this is, just, you know, I got to make it fun where I'm throwing them at the bed and just you know make it against you know fight me or whatever. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it gets it, it got wild, man. This shit was funny. That's funny. Um, and then you know, two minutes later, they're playing. Nice. So it's like okay. That's kids, man. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it is. It really is. I mean, I mean, Tony, me, you did it our whole. That's what life. I'm saying, man. That's like right? our, my whole childhood. Playing, and then you know, then hated it and ass and stopped and you, you had to leave. You didn't. You know, we couldn't talk to each other. Yep. And then the next weekend we had to hang out again. Yep. You know, like nothing happened. <laughs> and your mom would. Say, I remember. I could hear your mom's voice right now. Go. You're just gonna fight again. You're just gonna, you're just gonna, gonna fight get again. mad. Why? Like, so. Like, no, I want. We got to hang out. We got to hang out. And sure enough. Thirty minutes later, we fucking fight again. So, you know, yeah. Like you said, what did you say? Uh, eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> eat, sleep, fight, repeat. Fight, repeat. <laughs> Be best friends again right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. Like I said, we're just trying to chill, and then you know, try to get out of the house once in a while, just to you know, um, so people go crazy. Cruz having the time of his life, not going to school and just being able to play Roblox with his friends or whatever the hell he's playing. Um, he was playing Apex Legends. He, he started that up again, and fucking picked it up like it was nothing. It was unbelievable. It's just like, I don't know if it's like Fortnite or what, but you know, he's like, you remember how do I do the, these moves? And you know, knows the guns and the shield. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of like Fortnite, and he just picked it right up again. I'm like, what the fuck, man? That shit's insane. Good man. I mean, my, my all I've been playing was Days Gone. So that's a fun game, man. That was really right well on. done. Shout out to Ben Studio that made it. <laughs> it said the it had the Unreal Engine too, so I was I was always a good sign when it has the Unreal Engine, right? Yep, that's a solid solid engine. Yeah. Uh, just to just to finish my story, if you're if you're done, uh, you reminded me of uh, some things. Oh, sorry, I didn't even hear. I'm sorry, I didn't know you. Were no, 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 no. I I thought I was done, and then you talked about Days Gone, and you talked about the zombie, okay. and I was like, oh, that's right. I spent like two hours on an island uh, spawning tarantulas and they have a little bit like just a smidgen of that anxiety of uh, zombies. Oh, wait, is this an animal crossing? <laughs> an animal crossing. Yeah. So at night oh, okay. you can spawn tra- those tarantulas yeah. can spawn and those motherfuckers like if you if you if they're on screen and you move too much they'll chase you down and they don't stop. So you start running like you can yeah. sprint away from them but they run at the same speed that you can sprint. Yeah. So they're always at the same distance behind you. So as you try oh, to shake sweet. them, right, 
they just keep getting closer and closer and closer. And then you make a wrong turn, you hit a tree, something, and then boom, they got you. And it doesn't, it, all it does is it, re, it you, oh. you, hello, hello. Are you there? Can you hear us? Uh-huh. I, I can hear you just fine. All right. I thought you said hello. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, so I, 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 uh, I found a way to like force tarantulas to spawn, but Laney can't handle spiders and they, but they're the ones that like sell for the <laughs> most. Oh, um, they sell for a lot. And so I spawn, I, I was just, I spent for like a couple hours just spawning them and spawning them and spawning them. Um, but those motherfuckers, man. So you have to creep up on them. Like you have to tiptoe and then they get up on their hind, on their, on their hind four legs and then they come down and then you get closer and then you get closer and you just, uh, you have, you have, you have to time it so that you get close enough while they're not rearing their legs up and then you can catch them on the net. Um, but, uh, so that's, the, that's, that's the most excitement <laughs> that, that that game gets. <laughs> it's insane, right? Yeah. Like I, I'm, oh. it's been a while since I've had that kind of, you know, Borderlands doesn't really have it. You know, it's just, just action game that, that tension. But, uh, yeah. yeah. In this game, like I'm running around and all of a sudden I see a tarantula and I have to hurry up and stop. And like, Oh shit. Did it see me? Did it see me? <laughs> and I remember having that, you know, those, uh, that yeah. feeling yeah. In, in those kind of games, in zombie games. Oh my god, yeah, it's 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 out of control. I mean, you um, like like uh, I have a cocktail to burn them up, so I'm running. I turn around real quick and just like I was running backwards, so I aim throw I I throw in everything but the kitchen sink, you know. Like I right. just sent you guys a clip, yeah, and I'm I want you it. guys to fast forward to like 29, and just to see the fucking craziness I'm dealing with here. What 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 timestamp? Whoa, yeah. It's it gets my heart racing right now. Just thinking, just looking at it. <laughs> Holy oh. shit! There's just like a the river, like World War Z looking river of zombies. Yeah, real quick. I use clips and some damage. I was um, I watched some yeah, clips of uh, World War Z, the the game World War Z, and I was like, dude, I want to play this game. Yeah, I wanted to get that it game was like, It was like a sea of fucking zombies. Right. And that one was like it had like, infinite ammo. Yes. Yeah, that one was over the top. And and before I got this game, I wanted to get a game like that. I wanted to get a game like that, and I saw that, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I Steam right. Uh, it's like this one you got to be scarce with, you know. That just yeah, like, that's what you're saying. You, you know, yeah, that one just it. seemed like you were just playing, you know, trying to. Again, it was like a wave of zombies, and so you would shoot one zombie so it would fall on the next one. It was that that um, effect was is intriguing to me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would play. It's fun. You get to ride it more time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I finally no, I started playing. I finally put a couple hours in Red Dead Redemption this weekend myself. Nice. Yeah. 
So I was telling them. I, I just, was telling them when I was um, with that. Just watch. Um, I did. I was by a swamp, and a fucking alligator jumped off and made me off the horse. Mm. <laughs> I um, um, I just finally uh, got onto the island, the Cuban island, and then uh, there's a couple hours worth of stuff to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Mm. So. Oh yeah, the fucking shootouts, man, are my favorite. Yeah, but I'm back in Lemoyne. Same so. right now that it. No, I can't okay. fucking hear. You. Hey, this, 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 uh. Okay. Yeah, you're cutting out. Yeah, the internet's getting, getting bad. Even there. Is it not just me? Cut this off. Then. I think I think everyone. I think that all the internet's just okay, getting bad oh, right boy. now. Yeah, I think it's just it's gonna be new because yeah, I mean. I know at Tony's house and my house, everyone's using it. Like, I, dude, I I get like errors on my meter. That like normally I can get gig speed from the. It's like it drops down to like eight hundred, just from all consuming it. It's insane. Dang. I mean, Netflix said they were gonna lower the bit rate on some, some you know. Right. So real quick, Carly, with your weekend before we lose the internet here. <laughs> it was chill. We didn't do nothing. We were kind of you know like obviously stuck in the house. Um I got a little motorcycle ride in today, did some organizing of the garage, played some Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else, but... Uh, oh, Chris and Mazzy did some uh, yard works. They um, started working on our on our um, our garden. We did gardens every summer, so she did... Um, they, they still do the starts indoors so we can get the tomatoes and stuff growing indoors before because of the, the frost. It, you know, it still freezes here and that'll kill anything you plant. So so we do indoor and outdoor starts. So that was cool. So um, that was it. Yeah, nothing special. Okay. So, yeah. well, they're saying the games for free from March 26th to April 2nd. What's that? Oh, that's cool. They're saying it's free. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, free to play for a certain period of time. Maybe. Oh, no, this one's saying uh, it's recently been made free for a limited time from March 26th to April 2nd. You get to keep it forever. So as long as you add it to your library. Not, not that it's free. It is still worth playing in 2020. All right. Is this uh, Steam? I don't know. I just went on a YouTube video for like the gameplay and then... That's what it says on the comments. Totally but then one of the comments it. says, how to get World War Z free on PC, and there's a YouTube. It's free on the Epic Game Store. Hmm. Not familiar with that. So he has to go to the, says he has to create an account? Or? Yeah, it's Epic Games. It's their own, they have their own store. Oh. Okay. So it's not on PS4, though. I couldn't get on there. Uh... You might be able to. Uh, I think the Epic Game Store connects to the the consoles, but I don't know if this deal connects to the consoles. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of zombie carnage and shit since all of got big ass chain. Okay. All right, let's wrap it up. Oh, he said, 
Yeah. Yeah, we're at, we're running at the we're hour. episode four nine five of the Bad Boy Podcast. We just ran over all things. Perfect. Good wrap up, wrap up four ninety five Bad Boy Podcast. Ran over all things. We're all together. Marley, we died together. MCP Bad Boys for Life. <laughs>